Hello? YBO Podcast. YBO. You're listening to Young Black and Opinionated. You are tuned in to YBO Podcast. Hey, honest, y'all make me feel at home. I just want to say I want another invite. I feel like I'm a part of this podcast. <laughs> Young Black and Opinionated. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R-E-E-S-E. What do you do, family? Episode 236 of Young, Black, and Opinionated. Ladies, how y'all doing on today? Um, I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing good today. I mean, yeah, it's been a, it's been a weekend. <laughs> Watching? Pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. That's great. That's great. That's great. Sounds like everybody's doing well this week. Um, episode is 236. As oh, always, oh. I am the illustrious Reese Berry. That is R-E-E-S-E-B-R-R-A. Four Ys is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. And I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat. Two Ys, two E's, B-A-Y-Y-B-E-E. And on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola. Mwanje. And it's your boy Moanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Moanje Ugandan for Leopard. <laughs> so, um, episode two thirty six, man. Yeah. Two thirty six. I was just thinking about, like, man. In general, life goes fast, but. Right, he's been doing this for a while. This, uh, yeah. this, um, oh lord, this, this year almost over. So, yep. man, I like, I feel like I was just hanging from um, a fucking line in uh, Mexico in January. So this was great. Like, <laughs> man, these years go by so fast, dog. I was like, this summer was cracking. Like, man, it's November. But nevertheless, uh, anybody do anything fun this past week weekend? What was it like? What you guys do? Well, uh. My week was pretty regular. Um, I had a job interview on Monday, and I hate at the end when they tell you. I always ask, like, what's the next steps? And they always tell me, oh, we have so many more interviews, blah, 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 blah. All right, whatever. You always want to have. Um, <laughs> but they called me Tuesday and offered me the position. Congratulations. Love that um, job search has been interesting um, for sure, but I'm happy because it's a position that I like. It's one that I want. Um, we talked about moving up and all those things as well. Um, so it should be great. Um, I got the chance to go back to Milwaukee this weekend. I know I've been in Milwaukee a lot, but um, this weekend was a good weekend because we got to pick up our car, um, which was stolen before we left. Um, so yeah, it's nice to go and get our car um i went to the zoo it's free week free the free weekend that they do every month um with my little cousins and my siblings and it was wild um i'm very grateful that the weather in milwaukee was nice because my mom had me scared that i needed my winter coat and i didn't 
And then, yeah, yeah I just drove back home cool. today. Yeah, drove back home today. It was a smooth ride from um, Milwaukee to Nashville. So, no complaints. I enjoyed the weekend. Every time I think of Tennessee, I think about family reunion. That's all I think about. I remember them lives in Nashville and Jackson and all that shit. So it's funny. Um, what about you, Moanji? How was your past week? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, nothing too uh, crazy. Nothing too crazy at all. Um, just been yeah, just been chilling. Just been chilling, man. Um, nothing nothing crazy to report here. I've been at the crib. No, um, I got a chance to see. Uh, Baby Echo this weekend, yesterday, um, this past weekend, and um, that boy's growing up. Oh, I tell you, growing up. So, yeah, it was cool. That's nice. Okay. Yeah, you know it's funny. Kids grow up so fast because I don't know if you ever see people talk mm-hmm. about like your social media nieces and nephews and shit or cousins, mm-hmm. little cousins. And I'd be going like, damn, I remember when you was pregnant and the baby be like three walking and shit, <laughs> and then because. Instagram and all these timelines be having shit where you don't see shit for a long time and something pop up. I'm like, right. Oh shit. Like maybe walking, walking, grabbing food and shit. Yeah. Um little crumb snatcher for real. Right. Um, but no, I had a um sorry to say the Reese Cup. I had a pretty good week. Um I um I'm working on a couple different projects, so I'm trying to my goal now is to actually I guess get to the gym more. Uh, my goal Monday is to like work out more, but I just, I've been taking on some different projects, which is interesting. So I need to like allocate my time better as far as like me mentioning that I, I always use my calendar anyway, but now like I really, really use it. So like sometimes I'd be sitting here like, wait, hold on, I can't put this at that time. So it's just so interesting now. Like I just be thinking about that. And like after I finish this, I'm like, damn, what I'm going to do next. But no, I mean, I'm probably going to go down. <laughs> Sit and prepare for <laughs> Potomac if I can catch it, or um, I'm gonna watch Insecure any damn way. But um, yeah, it'd be weird. Like I'd be sitting there, then I'll fall asleep or some shit. Like somebody grandma, like oh fuck. But um, yeah, man, no, nothing really, nothing really strenuous. Is just I don't know, just excited just to to get into different things and I guess produce more and do different stuff. And I don't know, it's weird. I've been like really in my creativity bag with the most random shit. Okay. Like it's so so random. Not even it's just I'll tell y'all one of them after it because it's like really random, but it's like I don't know how to feel about it, but it'd be like, oh okay. But yeah, um, yeah, and I'm taking on another another um podcast and it'll be more like I guess creatively producing. Um, so I don't have to really be in there kind of editing everything. And that's another thing, you know, scheduling and I don't know, it's it's fun. It's it's interesting to think what will life be like if that was it. And I love like freelance mm. and kind of doing my own thing. Um, so um, like I told y'all, I'll probably quit my regular job. <laughs> I don't know, I'm gonna do it one day when I get the when I get the balls. But um yeah, it's um it's been really, 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 really fun. Like so, so, so interesting. So that's kind of what I've been on. And um, it was kind of like self-care this week. Um, last week got back from Damn, wasn't that the yeah, I got back from Milwaukee, so that was kind of cool. Um, so what I got my nails done, I got a massage, my facial is this upcoming Saturday. I don't need I probably need a chemical pill because I still got the stain on my face right here. That's annoying. Um, what else did I do? Um, got my car serviced, and 
I don't know. I went to the dentist. That was a big one too. I love them. So it's just been cool. I just been feeling really, um, really blessed. And what I like to say, life is um is good and generous. That's, that's love. So um yeah, man, I, I really can't complain. I just gotta really try to feel figure out how to manage different stuff and not really figure out, just fucking do it. I guess that's my thing. Just do it. You know what the fuck you need to do. Sometimes I'll be telling myself that. Like, girl, shut up. Like, you know what you need to do. <laughs> but um yep, yep, yep. yeah, that's just kind of kind of where I'm at. Um, so as always, I like to give a shout out to our top 10 listening cities because it's so weird not recording on other things because I'm so used to saving it. I'm like, wait, shit. Um Top 10 listening cities. All right. This is great. They always fluctuate. This looks completely different than what I saw the other day. So I love it. Um, Number one, Waukesha, Wisconsin. (laughs) Uh, Two, Columbus, Ohio. Three, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Four, Sussex, Wisconsin. Five, Singapore, Singapore. Um, Six, Cypress, Hmm. Texas. Seven, Houston, Texas. Eight, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Yeah. Well, I'm going to combine them because this is technically, to me, the same shit. So I'm going to combine them. Um, yeah, yeah, but they usually in like four. They usually in the top four. I mean, yeah, but we can't, we can't knock. You know, well, the new people. Sometimes new people gotta step up and sh- scare, <laughs> shake right, their boots right. a little bit. So you know, shaking their boots. Start listening to all the old episodes. <laughs> right, we gotta get up there. Um, number eight, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Again, whoever you are, I want to know who are you. Like you act like you can't say nothing to us, but you know, you next to Omaha. I done looked <laughs> you up on the map now. Who who are you? I want to know. You pop up every week. Um, number nine, Chicago, Illinois, and 10, New Berlin, Wisconsin. Um, international um, places, of course, United States, two, um, of course, Singapore, three, Canada, four, France, five, Germany, six, Belgium, seven, Spain, eight, Ireland, and nine, Australia. So shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to the international people. And then I just really like how our list um, of cities fluctuates. I know mm-hmm. uh, some people... Um, Never mind, I'm not going to say that. Shout out to everybody that listens. I'll keep it there, nice and sweet. Um, Jay, do you want to uh, tell your people your spiel, your thing that you do? I've been kind of skipping it these past weeks, so my sister be like, oh, never yeah. mind, I'm not going to go there. She'd have me cracking up. <laughs> she, she was like, she'd be like, Wanjay be like, so I just want to take this time to, I'm like, dude, shut up. Yeah. She said in the organ, come on. I'm like, why do you know everything? I'm like, as you listen. <laughs> she'd be like, she'd be like, she randomly be like, I want another invite. Like, she'll call me. I'd be like, hello. And then she's like, I want another invite. I'm like, dude, shut <laughs> up. Like, she do the most That's random. Funny. Like, it'd be funny when people can tell That's you, so like, sweet. exactly where shit go on your podcast. I'd be like, That's okay. Sweet. She'd be bringing up old episodes. Like, okay, remember that old episode? She said, dude, I love Malice in the Palace. She said, Skylar, which is my brother-in-law. He'd be like, babe, you listen to that, to that episode again? She said, you and Mwanja have me roll. I'm like, you guys would be chilling this for foolishness, bro. But, yeah. Anyway. That's so sweet. So I just want to take this time. <laughs> Uh, to tell the people out here <laughs> what you need to do. Um, you already know what it is. If you don't know, welcome. Um, so what I want you to do is, first off, I want you to go to YBOPod.com. That's Y-B-O-P-O-D.com, D is in David.com. And I want you to go on our website. Uh, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to make it a little sexy today. Um, I want you to go take our survey. And uh, let us know how you listen to podcasts, how you listen to our podcast. And if you don't listen to our podcast, it's okay. We still want to know who you are. Um, so go ahead and fill out that survey, uh, our listener survey, and just uh, tell us who you are. If you haven't heard anything, this is your new time. That's okay. Mark that down. That's all right. You need to hear that. 
Um, and then while you're there too, go to 414-240-8398 and text us who you are. And um, yeah. And then also too, uh, while you're there, text us your, uh, your crew size uh, and your shirt size so we can have it available for you for our merch. And um, shout out to those that have been texting us too, man. I, I mean, we appreciate that. Like those random text messages that really um, changes the mood. So we appreciate that. We appreciate that. And shout out to um, Tanya too for sending us that wonderful message. We appreciate that. And thanks so much for listening um, where you are. So I don't want to put your business out there, but thank you so much for listening where you are. That's be- that was beautiful. That was a beautiful message. It was. Definitely. Texas, y'all. It's, it's weird because to me, it seemed like every time we have like, one or two people or like a small influx of people like writing us. It seemed like a bunch of shit happened. Cause remember once we hit 200, we had a whole bunch of random shit. Like, yeah. like I think somebody DM right. me randomly from this weird page. I'm like, are you real? Or then people was writing us on our page. And this was before we hit 200. So it was just kind of like, y'all know some good coming. <laughs> like what, what am I missing here? But uh-huh. yeah, no shout out to y'all. Y'all can hit us. Y'all gotta be shy. Y'all know y'all love our podcast and y'all say the same shit. So um, Facts. <laughs> write us. Keep saying that shit. From, right. <laughs> Yeah. Like they can't show no love. Like show the real love. Like, yeah, we text back. That's the thing yeah, too. We, we text back. Harass you, you know shit. Yeah. No, we don't. Absolutely um, not. Yeah, we don't really you. Right. Um. So, guys, depending on how you listen or find our podcast, we are available on all platforms: um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Audible. Um, literally anywhere you can find a podcast, even those websites that just take our RSS feed and smack them on their website without our permission. But we appreciate you guys because we get more listens from that. So it all counts. Uh, make sure you guys um, tell a friend and tell a friend because it's how, that is how we as a podcast and a community continue to grow. Well, um, so like I said, we went to Milwaukee to get our vehicle this week. Um, this weekend, and I saw today actually, um, Robbie O'Donny. Um, no, not him, somebody, somebody else posted. Um, but it was a post about um, <clears throat> um, people in Wisconsin getting quoting restrictions for select vehicles and zip codes. Um, if my picture would click, I don't know why the picture is not clicking, but I'm just gonna read what it says, and I just wanted y'all thoughts. Um, the caption to the picture says, this is the result of those quote unquote Kia boys. Progressive apparently has taken the stance of not writing new business auto insurance on Kias and Hondas. Um, it says, please be aware that we've adjusted vehicle acceptability in select Wisconsin zip codes, specifically due to the increased instances of vehicle thefts. We, na- we may not be able to provide a quote for certain vehicles at higher risk for theft in some parts of, of the Milwaukee area. If you attempt to quote affected vehicles, you'll receive a message in the quote flow that's based on the vehicle information provided. We're unable to offer your, offer your customer a policy at this time. Taking this step will allow us to offer the most competitive possible rates for the majority of our mutual Wisconsin customers. We look forward to lifting these restrictions as soon as we are able, and we'll let you know when we do. In the meantime, we apologize for any inconvenience. Thank you for your understanding and choosing to sell progressive. In the meantime, I'm supposed to be saying, see, see, (laughs) I see. Idiots. So, <laughs> um, I want to know what y'all thought because, I, ironically, not only did our car get stolen before we left, but we also had Progressive. 
Um, mm. But they put this statement out after our car was stolen. Like, literally, probably like a week or two after our car was stolen. Yikes. Um, but Yikes. I didn't Double see it until today. Oh. Right. Um, it's like it's like what side of the what side of the table you want to be on. It's like I don't know. It's like if you're if you're an insurance company, everybody I know everybody say insurance companies are scams, but like what side of the table you want to be on? Like if I'm the insurance company, I'm like, look, y'all cars keep getting stolen. We can't keep covering that. Like we can't keep affording to do that. And then it's like at the same time too, as a consumer, I should be able to buy whatever car I want and get it insured. It shouldn't be a problem. That's so true. it's just like, where do you find the balance? And it, right now, this is just a, a issue that's happening in the city of Milwaukee that is progressively, oh, no, no pun intended, but progressively <laughs> growing, growing bigger. And it's just, uh, and it's just, I don't know, I don't know. And then the kid boys don't care. They don't care about your insurance. <laughs> they don't care at all. They don't care at all. So it's just like. What do you do here? Yeah, I mean, you can't totally be mad at them, um, but it's just like I, because I get it. Because if I had like a Hyundai or a Kia or some shit, or if I if I like the new one that came out and I lived there, I would be totally pissed. Like, goddamn. Well, first of all, I probably wouldn't buy one anyway because it was going on. But I just, I just feel bad because like um, they got to protect their, you know. Their likeliness, right. but um, insurance companies be scamming too. So everybody's <laughs> scamming. Kid boys stealing, they scamming shit. Just hike the prices up for them cars. You say you ain't got to just not. It's, th- what's crazy is that's how you yeah. know it's got to be that damn bad. Like, because in general, yeah. they just hike the prices exactly. up. the area. What's going on? You're like, what the fuck? But to say that, right, mm, must really be bad. Right. That's what that's what I was saying. I said, um, why not just make the premiums a little higher or whatever the case may be. And I mean, I know that that's still unfair, but like Marjay said, as a consumer, I have the right to get whatever fucking car that I want. Um, when I, I don't think I knew before we picked our car that they were um, targeting Hondas too. Um, Cause we have a Honda, mm-hmm. we don't have a Kia, but um, in our area, there haven't in the area that we lived in, there weren't any issues either. Um, a couple of weeks before we moved, our landlord mentioned that she saw like younger kids over there, and kids don't live over there. Um, so she thought it was weird. Um, but yeah, and the fucked up part is we were at home when they stole our car. So literally had literally seen our car two hours before. So within two hours, someone stole our car. Um, I get it. I get both sides. I'm not mad at progressive. I mean, I'm really not mad because our shit is good. I don't have to work like they're not. We've already got them. So, um, but sucks. But I just thought it was interesting because I didn't I didn't see that um, after the fact until now. Um, I just wanted y'all thoughts because I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I think you can't really blame the uh, insurance company because um like you said, they have the right to protect their investments. Um, and, and at the same time, too, they do have the right to insure what they don't want to insure. Right. It's their money. Their money is my money. I I insure it now. But it, at the same time, like you said, you don't want to be limited to um, the individual, the cars. Um, the Right. I mean, certain cars, certain cars have specific features, specific features that you like. And now you can't get them because of right. that. So uh, I, that like and, I mean, yeah, now. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think I found out about the Hondas by I guess on the internet. Um, 
And when I was up there for one of them times when I came back, I think it was one of them stints when I was there for the playoffs and they had gave me like a little Hyundai car. I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> but I parked right in front of my mama's house and she got the ring camera. So if I could park right in front of that hoe, I could see everything. But mm. I didn't have no issues, but it was just like, oh, Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Scammers get a little ding, yeah. ding, ding. Somebody got a Honda. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Yeah, everybody. Yeah, even when though. we when we picked our car up, the guy was like, "Hey, be careful because <laughs> I've seen people pick their cars up and they're back within twenty four hours." Wow. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's sad. Really I mean, at this point, more. Kia and Honda need to get it together and make these cars less easy to steal or whatever. I don't know how. I don't know the process or whatever, but. They got to figure some shit out. Cause. And I wonder if this phenomenon is happening across. I know it's here because we we live here, but I wonder whether if this phenomenon is happening across the country. You just don't hear. About right. It. Like, is this a, a really big phenomenon where Kias are being stolen or in, in Hondas? Right. Because um, the other day, it's funny that you say that I had an Uber driver and I was letting him know how things were in Milwaukee. And he was like, I mean, they steal cars here, too. And I'm like, OK, but are they stealing Kia's and Honda's the way that they've been stolen in Milwaukee. Um, and he did oh. say um Kia's were involved, but I mean, I, I don't I don't have cable, so I don't have any news channel. I don't have a satellite either, so I don't really know any news channels out here. And all my news via the via the internet is still Milwaukee based. So um Yeah, I think it depends because I know um it was a whole conversation about people um stealing the catalytic converters and shit like mm-hmm. that. And they was doing that here because I'm like, because I think it was like, it was like this summer. And I was like, I seen it like all in Milwaukee. Then it something popped up in Houston. I'm like, wait a damn minute. And then I seen something mm. in California. So I think that's like a big thing. But I think it may be in general, we just may not know about it. Because um, I know my, one of my homegirls was talking about getting like one of them new Kia trucks. This was like this summer. And I was like, I don't buy no Kia. <laughs> and it was a Hyundai too. And one of them was a Hyundai. She's like, what you mean? I'm like, look, I don't know about Houston yet, but <laughs> back home. They still in that shit like crazy. So, um, you know, I just wouldn't buy nothing that got too many issues like that. It's just pointless at that point, especially if you just flat out know, like, nah. But I guess it just depends. Every city, that's why I always tell people once you move away, even if you just travel, you realize every city got the same damn problems. So right. It's different depending on where you are and where you live in that city. Mm-hmm. I always, to me, I always tell Houston, to me, Houston is like, it's so big. You can live in so many different places. You may not even experience that where Milwaukee is just a little bit smaller. So it seems like everything is combined. Um, in the area, so yeah, I said prayers to uh, progressive and the people that's getting their cars stolen. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Milwaukee public schools. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, speaking of like insurance and financial literacy, uh, MPS is going to take on a new initiative to empower students financially, and they're planning on um, creating financial literacy courses um, as a graduation requirement for all students by twenty twenty eight. Um, so right now, which is long, that's a long time for me though. I'm going to take that long. <laughs> it should take that long to get these classes, but because right now we ain't, what, Next seven year, years please. from now where it's going to be a, like a graduation requirement. Wow. Um, and I guess, I don't know, I guess you got to implement that somewhere, but anyway, so Hamilton Riverside, Green Bay, uh, excuse me, Green Tree Preparatory Academy, which is my little sister's school, um, high school school, high school students have the opportunity to take the financial literacy course to, uh, now. Uh, so those four schools, haha, King's not on there. Uh, for the one of the eleventh graders, uh, her name is Kanila Lewis Johnson at Green Tree uh, Prep. 
she took the financial uh, financial uh, financial literacy course Jesus. this semester. Um, so we know that. And she Definitely. said that she wanted to be able to spend money. How uh, she wanted to be able to spend <laughs> my money. How I should that. I should and how I want to. Mm. Lewis, uh, a young lady, Lewis Johnson said. Uh, no, we 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 can read and write. Uh, mm. uh, yes. mm, I hate that. <laughs> and we can sw- and we can over swim over there, clowning king. Hmm. And we, we can, can swim, swim. and we can swim. We just had to be butt naked yeah, with sure. niggas in the locker room. You'd <laughs> <laughs> have to be butt naked. We had speedos. <laughs> they made y'all wear speedos. <laughs> yeah, we had speedos. We had to wear speedos. Y'all had to wear speedos. Yeah, we had to wear speedos, <laughs> and then they had to wear one one piece. That's women bogus. had to wear one pieces. Two cents. <laughs> <laughs> yep, wow, that was yeah. the we ain't got that's no pool. We to dive. Yes, that's how we had to dive. Great. Yeah, that's how we had to dive. That's messed pool. up. Yeah. <laughs> no, it messed up at all. It was actually great. I'm glad I learned that. I mean, I already knew how to swim, but I think it helped out a lot of students to learn. Black students. The majority of sure. kids that went to Riverside were black students. Here, so they last got a chance time I heard to swim. this nigga jumping in the pool or the ocean, please. <laughs> anyway, I jumped in the pool actually the like two weeks ago. Great, three great. Thank Probably you very much. Feet, um, five feet. <laughs> She's like, no, it was five. Stephen Jackson talking about some y'all. I won't go past six foot. Some he said that's how tall you are, nigga. Of course, not. <laughs> right, right. No, I can swim in twelve foot water. That's how far I'm I true. go. Um, well, too. So Hannah, um, Hannah uh, Lipstener uh, <laughs> jumped at the opportunity <laughs> to teach. <laughs> yeah, that's her name. L i p p s t r e u r. Um, she so she teaches the course at Green Tree um, this semester, and she says she reason why she wanted to do it is because she wanted to learn money skills. But all in all, um, what they're planning on doing is they're going to roll this out this financial liter- literacy course um, next semester to ten other schools. So maybe King might be a part of that. Who knows? Um, but what do you what do you all think about this? We talked about financial literacy a lot on this podcast because um, that's what we do. We talk about a lot of wide variety of things. But do y'all wish we had this when we were growing up? Oh, they talking about building a credit score too. Oh, Lord, um, I wish we had this. Well, of course, I think it's dope. Um, I think I mean I know we've talked about it before um, with kids learning this stuff in school. Um, I was in a college prep um program so i learned some of this stuff but i wish it could have been taught at school because yeah i felt like in the college prep uh program i learned maybe we talked about it maybe once a year whereas i feel like at school we would get like a constant um lesson um and it could stick with us more um i think it's dope i saw this the other day um and i think i saved it to add to the note Shout out to the schools that are doing it and the schools that are going to do it. I hope that the this helps kids, especially the ones who are <clears throat> going to college or even the ones that are just not going to college and going straight to work. It'll help them learn how to manage their finances better going forward instead of being confused or whatever, uh, doing whatever choice they make. Yeah. yeah. Well, unfortunately for a nigga like me, um, at the illustrious Rufus King High School on 1801 West Island Street, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 532 mm-hmm. something something. Um, we had financial there literacy. Still cars over there. So, so we oh, don't need it. And they do it at Riverside. First to ever do it. 
probably the worst spot. I'm just playing. We didn't have it, but um, we probably had something. But anyway, I just, it's great. Well, I know. One thing they do at King is lie, boy. <laughs> One thing they do at Riverside is they extra lying class. <laughs> Shit, y'all school yeah. shape like it's a lying class. This here, here's how you lie. One on one. And guess what? We're all succeeding. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, I think it's great that they have that. I, me personally, I had to take some type of financial literacy class. Um, for one of my um, scholarships in um, undergrad. So um, I personally, me, I always say I learned a lot just by the jobs I work and my personal research and just life experiences. For me, I'm glad I learned a little bit earlier. Obviously, we're all still learning about certain things, which makes sense. Um, but I think yeah. to get a grasp on that earlier, um, just to have for me, I guess to me to have this some type of understanding of what I guess terms and things mean um, would be great, especially for, um, you know, people coming out of high school. So I think it's dope. People always talk about, excuse me, wanting to know more. Um, actually, I was listening to the Friend Zone, and I think they have some type of partnership with uh, Target where they do like special episodes. So they've been doing them every once in a while, but mm. the last two weeks they had two. And this month, one most recent one, I didn't, I didn't listen to one last week, but this one they had um, just talked about, I guess, going to college and the experience about wishing they, they were just asking random, each other random questions about college and some of the stuff was just like, well, what did you, I wish I knew more about this and taking out loans, or I wish I knew more about this. And, you know, I had a roommate who knew every scholarship, they had extra money and they was buying cars with it because they had extra money. I didn't know nothing. I was doing work mm-hmm. study. So certain things that you wish you would have known um, prior to prior to getting that, getting that far or be, be taking a gap year without feeling ashamed. So I think some of those things to me would come with financial literacy. Cause if you like, Hey, if I can take this year off and you know, figure out the scholarship thing or figure out if I want to waste my money on this, if I'm calling it a waste, then, you know, that helps me right. and that, that all comes in the plan of it. So, um, yeah, I just think it's dope. Kudos to um, MPS and uh, yeah. using that money the right way. Using that money the right way. And yeah, I teach um, <laughs> and because I'm getting my licensing in business. I actually teach um, some financial financial courses. Uh, we've talked about stocks and we talked about um, cryptocurrency actually within the last couple of weeks and just what I know about it. And, and it, it's so funny. One of the students is like, so what is, what is Bitcoin? What is it? I don't understand it. I just don't get it. What is it? Like, what is it? I'm just like, you just, it's like going to another country and transferring and exchanging your money. That's exactly what it is. It's this digital currency. You're taking your dollars and you're transferring your dollars over to this, this coin. Well, the beauty of it is you can have, you know, pieces of the coin because it's non-fungible, fungible, fungible, mm. non-fungible tokens. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you can have a piece of it as opposed to, you know, the dollar where you can only get a whole dollar or some going, dimes or something like that. So, so the kids going home telling their mom and them some bullshit. Like, Mr. Thompson says, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so dope. I, I'm, said, I'm excited because we're actually going to... Um, no. <laughs> Non fungible time. <laughs> see, this is why. See, Miss Miss Barry. That's when I gotta hug the baby and hold his ears. She's gonna teach you how to hug the baby and hold his ears while he talks. She's gonna teach you how to lie. Something about non fugitive tokens. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm excited though. We we're planning on giving them some actual real money to invest their um invest in the markets. And um, have them try out mm. some different things. So I'm excited about that too. So we're small enough to do it. And you know, if they lose money, they lose money. If they make money, they make money. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> imagine being like, imagine being like 11, and you just hit, you hit the number. All right, I don't need. Why you just hit? 
<laughs> like you just hit, man. I, was, I thought about <laughs> that. You gonna be like, like real quick? Remember, I mean, remember the episode of remember the episode of Martin with Miss Minnie, and she was a cleaning lady. Shout out to Marla Gibbs. She's so sweet. She's mm-hmm. still living. Remember she was cleaning up the apartment. And remember she hit the lottery and quit. And they thinking she finna get them some money. And she's like, I got some for you, my sweet babies. And she handed the card. It was like, Miss Minnie's so sweet. And they opened the card. It was a dollar each. <laughs> I was like, I know Miss Minnie did not leave me with a motherfucking dollar. She shrunk my jersey, bro. That shit funny. Eh? <laughs> now imagine your kids hit and they like, oh, Mr. Thompson, here you go, my sweet teacher. They gave me an F on a report card. <laughs> oh, God. Who said Miss Minnie's so uh, my sweet? My sweet teacher is funny. <laughs> Isn't that my sweet baby? Oh, I'm gonna watch that episode. Oh my god! My sweet baby. <laughs> remember, remember, Gina it's... was running around the apartment with the shit on her shoes. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, because Martin came out walking. She, was like, oh. she said, "Don't step on that floor, cause Miss Miss Minnie gonna kill you." Imagine walking in your house and the fucking cleaning lady got you That's in check. Right. right. She had right. The That's the funny. Couch. Oh, that's her job right like oh, she Lord. said you got, she woke him up uh-uh <laughs> get out the bed like like what's the what? she shrug his jersey like miss minnie said, huh? she said i ain't know what all that writing and stuff was on it <laughs> she's so stupid <laughs> not the Marla gives man she's still living and kicking bless her heart Marla gives is funny oh uh, god so let's talk about let's talk about speaking of financial literacy let's talk about this uh dope um new mixed income housing complex with its own farm <laughs> So it's dope. Mm. So this is 361 uh, unit complex um, that has enough land to produce 20,000 pounds of produce every year at a discounted rate uh, rate to their residents. So this is from the Silicon Valley town of Santa Clara. And um, right. They have a shopping mall. um, They have shop. They have a strip mall and all these different places. And they have this new mixed income housing complex. And um, so the developing company said this about the complex. They said, not only are we providing a really unique living experience, unique living uh, experiences for the residents that live on the property, but we're also taking a very deliberate approach to encouraging the health and wellness of our residents by incorporating this farm, hopefully into their daily, weekly lifestyles. Um, So. Yeah, I mean, it's just off the free. If you look at the, if you all click the link and you look, it's just a farm right mm-hmm. off the freeway, like just right there. Um, it's different, it's unique. Um, so the development funded by um, it's affordable housing bond uh, in the country it has 165 apartments for low income seniors. Um, there's uh, and veterans. There's 160 market rate units with 10 percent uh, reserved for people with moderate incomes. There's 36 townhomes all next to this 1.5 acre uh farm that can grow up once again to grow up to twenty thousand pounds of produce each year damn um, farm yeah mm-hmm. so farmscape it's an urban farm living company based in oakland they will manage the farm and they'll bring in organically grown hyper local uh produce to a location on the site each week for residents to buy at a deep discount um, some, res- some residents in the affordable housing complex will also have access to community garden plots. So, um, yeah, this is different. This is unique. This is a great way to um, encourage healthy eating and then also to um, provide food and, and tackle food deserts at a um, at a very low cost. So what are your thoughts about that, ladies? 
I mean, hey, it sounds dope. So, I mean, I guess I read the ask in the article. Um, I would just be curious on how the farm part works. Like, does each, it, like, do they all, I guess I want to know how much farm does each person get, in a sense. Are we growing things for each other, or are we just growing shit for ourselves, and we have the place to do so, or whatever. Um, but it seems dope. It looks really, really, it looks really nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have any other words. I like the fact that a lot of these new up and up-and-coming, like, apartments or townhomes or whatever the whatever the case, are coming with other stuff. So, meaning they yeah. either have businesses underneath them or, in this case, they're getting a farm where they can grow fresh produce. Um, so, yeah, I think that's dope. Yeah, I think that's yeah, great, it's too. It's called uh, um, Agrihood. To... Um, to have um, something like that, like Lassie said, with it um, kind of expanding to, um, I guess, the air quotes general population in a sense. Um, I know um, to, how do I word this? Um, a lot of people are looking to like buy land and get into that type of thing. Cause we've seen like Ari mm-hmm. get the land with um, money back. Yo. And um, like I mentioned, my grandfather has land in Arkansas and, you know, People, a lot of people out here say like the worst thing you can do is just sell your land because that's just kind of what you want to, you know, yeah. plant your own things and buy your own things and um, do whatever you want on it, you know, outside of just paying your taxes. Um, but yeah, I just think it's dope to uh, add that to, I guess, air quotes, regular people. Um, and farming is an interesting industry as well, too. I know it has had its ups and downs, mm-hmm. especially during the pandemic. So um excited to see what they do with it. It looked like uh, the Pearland Shopping Center and shit. But um, yeah, shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then just um, so yeah, it'll be managed by like I said, it'll be managed by this company called Farmscape. They'll be doing the managing of the farming because I'm mm. assuming that most of the people that are going to be there, they're not. They probably could volunteer and you know do this, but um, they probably need some you know, experts farmers just to make sure. Oh the yeah, so, don't so no one's gonna no one's gonna get to go down there and just fucking grow watermelons. Oh no 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 no, no. yeah. So it's gonna be managed by uh, it's gonna be managed by a company. The prod um, the lead. Uh, the company that's leading the project is called Argihood, uh, A-G-R-I-H-O-O-Agrihood. Uh, I should say Agrihood. Um, and um, that's pretty dope. That's a dope name. And they're they're a company that um, came out the woodworks to to do this. And like I said, they're based out in um, um, Oakland, I believe. And uh, yeah, I think this is unique. I think I think we would need that here. I think that would be a great opportunity to have that here where, and there are farms that I'm not farms, excuse me. There are gardens that are here, but to actually build a farm um, in the city, I think that'd be dope. And that'd be a great opportunity for kids to figure out how to grow, grow their own farm and really get back to mm-hmm. our roots as um, agriculture society. And, and uh, you know, like I said, we could tackle some of those food deserts, deserts and, um, and decrease the cost of um, organic foods. Because as we all know, if you go to the market, Apples is like organic apples is like ten dollars a pound, so probably more than that. Yeah, I know. Uh, like talking to my auntie from back in the day, she would always mention because my, my mom had like she used to grow like uh, the biggest one was like bell peppers and tomatoes and shit. Um, back when she had a garden at her old house, but uh, my auntie would always mention my grandma had like everything in the yard, like green, you name it. They had it. She's like, it's just different now, and. Yeah. Say some of this shit even look different. And I'm like, yeah, they put all that shit in it. So you never know what's really real. You just be yep. eating. So yeah. Shout out right. to uh, shout out to them though. I think that's dope. All right, let's talk about Astro World. Um yeah. what's going on down here. Okay. Um so so for those of uh 
you, our listeners who don't know what I'm talking about, um, Astroworld Festival is, um, Astroworld is by Travis Scott. Apparently he had a festival down in Houston this weekend and, um, day one did not go so well. Um, it, it resulted in eight people from what I saw. Um, some people said the count is going higher, but a lot of the articles are saying eight people have died. Um, yeah, it's been a lot. Um, I don't know how much you guys saw, but I'll just explain. I got on Twitter, um, in between me being out with my family and I saw, um, um, uh, almost lifeless body being, you know how they people crowd surf. They were mm-hmm. crowd surfing mm-hmm. the body to the front um, where the security was. Um, it's been a lot of theories and stories of what has been happening. Um, even I just got on TikTok before we start recording, and I saw people in the crowd screaming and crying for help. Um, so I'll, I'll give a couple facts of what I saw, and then um, we can all just share our, our experiences. But I saw that 30,000 people ambushed the festival. Um, there's a video of them hopping the gates and just, yeah, running into the festival. Um, there's been stories going around that someone in the concert or festival had a needle full of drugs. I don't believe that theory. Um, I just, I don't know. Um, I guess I just find it hard for someone to get through this huge crowd and inject so many people. Um, they said that because there were so many extra people in there, people were basically getting trampled. Uh, people couldn't breathe, which caused them to faint, which caused them to be on the ground, which caused people to trample over them um there have been a lot of things said a lot of videos said people sharing how scary the experience was for them um i do know that the youngest person that died was 14 and the oldest person was 27 um some of the families have started gofundmes people have talked about travis scott being sued and so many other things but i just wanted to get y'all thoughts on i guess what do y'all think should happen um, going forward um, and just thoughts in general on things that you may have seen about the festival and what happened. Um, I actually woke up that morning and um, I woke up really early. It was like three in the morning. Cause I think hours before I was like, Oh shit, I forgot about Astro world and um, uh, day in Vegas, which is this upcoming weekend too. And then I woke up and then that shit happened. I'm like, Oh, um, yeah, I heard it was pretty much the same thing at first. It was just kind of scatterbrained. They were just saying like people just got trampled and it's like, wait, and at first you think like, what? <laughs> like that don't even make sense. But then right. as, um, air quotes information start coming out, you heard certain things, like you said, the, which in a sense makes sense, I guess. Cause first of all, them tickets was pretty high. Um, then I seen something else. It wasn't too high, but some of them I seen that were really high. So, and, and I think they were sold out, but I ended up looking later that day and I thought I saw more tickets for sale, but I'm not sure what's real. But yeah, anyway, I guess them was probably the people that wanted to get in, but didn't purchase the tickets because they had a lot of good people there. Um, Drake came out, uh, Master P, I think Earth, Wind mm-hmm. & Fire was supposed to perform, SZA. Um, so oh, wow. I can see why people wanted to to be there. But yeah, I just heard the same thing. They came and 
And which makes sense. Like if you don't have enough security to check bags or because they said it was like a couple of security guards trying to stop the people. But if you got 30,000 people compared to your little planning right. of, uh, security people, what can you do? You don't know what they brought in or what they did. And at first when I saw the idea of like people, because I seen something that said one of the security guards was like stabbed in the neck with like a needle and injected with something. So it sounds like they were like creating things to possibly you know, create some type of divergence to take all the pressure off of Travis Scott, any other, any of the planners or promoters, things like that. Um, and I seen him come out with his apology and, you know, people got their thoughts on, you know, how people be looking and fidgeting <laughs> and things like that. And then I did see something dumb with Kylie Jenner, like people magazine posted that stupid shit. Like, Oh, Kylie Jenner's okay. Like, Duh. What the fuck? Why wouldn't she be like, it was just, then I seen something early, like I think before we recorded saying that <sighs> she was mad at Travis, um, you know, for, I guess, whatever and then some i don't know her name they said she deleted her tweets i forgot what the hell her name was but i guess she's some type of artist she was just like i'm disappointed in travis and the people for letting this mm. happen um and then she deleted it and people was like why you deleted she said something like you know i hate cancel culture so i don't want to be a part of that um and then actually just now i've seen the shade room posted lawsuits filed against travis scott drake and live nation following astro world festival festival and Damn. people was in the comments like oh you know it's unfortunate but what drake got to do with this um <laughs> and I've seen it coming. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I, I think like I've seen some of the clips where like the girl and the guy were like literally climbing up on the sound stage, and people were like, Ugh. if you up there, you can see the ambulance, you can see this, you can see people crowd surfing. And that's why, like, for me, I never really wanted to be like when I said, because I don't think it would happen, even though it was a lot of people, but we were like actually. Like it wasn't outside, but when I took my niece to see um, J. Cole, I'm like, look, you short. Like, not even now. I think about stuff like that. I don't, I wouldn't want to have your little ass on the floor and something pop off. Granted, you pissed because somebody's standing in front of your ass. <laughs> like, because you fuck. Right. Everybody in my right. family, we passed five, six. You know, only little motherfucker. How are you five, two in our family? They don't make sense. Maybe four, nine. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put you up here. So those are things that I typically think about if I'm going with somebody that's like, you know, younger than me or somebody that I feel like I got to protect. Um, so I can only imagine. And actually, when I came to the Drake concert in Houston, it was 2018, um, Travis Scott came out and Drake set up is really interesting where he has like instead of like some of the artists just put it on one side of the arena, he has the whole floor, which is pretty dope. And it lights up. But then they had like the mosh pit. And I'm like, I ain't with that shit. Like I don't want nobody breathing on me like that. Yeah. It's just it's just too much. Yeah. So I could see something like that happen, especially if so many people come through. But yeah, they were saying that so many people went into cardiac arrest. And I seen some guy in a video yeah. saying that. Um, people were turning blue and he was like, I ain't never seen no shit like that in my yeah. life. So just to like, yeah, understand that people went through that. Um, day two was canceled, obviously. And, um, yeah, I've just, in general, I know Astro World was, um, a place kind of like, I don't want to say it was like, I guess in a sense, it was kind of like a Summerfest type thing that they did here. But um, obviously, because Summerfest is mm -hmm. huge, smaller than that. But I want to say, for me, just how I'm thinking about it now, I want to say it was like a fun world. And I say fun world because fun world was canceled and we remember what it was like. So when I talk to people from here, they're like, man, Astro World was this and it was that. So I know he was trying to build, bring that feeling back, but just like with his music and the right. festival, which is a dope idea. Um, and it was at the NRG Stadium, too. So a lot of people um, perform there. Like I know Beyonce, when she does her concerts and stuff, they come there. Or maybe Minimate Park sometimes, too. But um, yeah, that's unfortunate. And um, prayers to all the people involved. And we'll see where this goes. I mean, I just, I guess in regards to your question, I just, I think that this could have been prevented because people, somebody on Twitter was like, you don't hear nothing about this with like um, Rolling Loud or some of those other um, like concerts. Right. Like somebody was like, that did happen. You just don't hear about it like that because it wasn't like, 
it got you know, handled that bad, but it was bad because obviously people lost their lives. But when you have like not enough security and things like that going on, that's the problem. Like it's like you didn't really plan. Yeah. And people was like, you can't blame Travis. I'm like, in a way you do, because all this is connected. Like the the yeah. promoters, the planners, the event staff, like all this is based upon you because Astro World is Travis Scott. When I see Astro World, I think about him. So um, and like I said, he right. was kind of fidgety in his video because I would have been like, What? Like I would feel really, really bad. So it's fucked up because I think this is what the second or third year, maybe more than that. So yep, I get even crazier. T- even crazier too. Um, just to throw this back in there, um, Apple was live streaming the event. Mm. So um, some people threw in Apple too because some of those cameramen worked for Apple, and I don't know who who people were trying to get attention to, but apparently, you know, they people were throwing in the cameramans who didn't do anything or who didn't stop recording or who didn't get anyone else's attention to say, Hey, these people really need help down here. Um, I do also see the other side of that too, where people are like, well, what could the cameraman have done? Um, I see both sides, but I feel like if he had a way as in walkie talkie to get to someone else to say, Hey, this is going on over here. Um, I feel like they should have did that, but I also, I mean, I don't know, but I just wanted to throw that in there that Apple is live streaming the concert. Yeah. When you have events like this, it's huge festival. A lot of sponsors, a lot of uh, brands, a lot of everything is involved. Um, I know everyone, like uh, like Reese said, if you uh, think of Astro, where you think of Travis Scott, and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Travis Scott put a lot of dollars into this concert. So making front owner along with Live Nation and maybe possibly drake as well too which is why why he's naming that suit um but you know if he's just part of the concert he has nothing to, uh, he has not um well i don't know i don't know how lawyers could could finagle that you know they could finesse that in a way and not even i want to use the word finesse but they could probably legally look at that in a way and say well you were a part of the act and you were there um and if you even somehow even saw something going on and didn't stop the show then yeah, but um, when you get shows like that, that that's big. How many people y'all say it was like thirty thousand people there? Well, no, the thirty was more than people that. are the ones who came in after. Yeah. Those are the people oh. who didn't have tickets who swarmed uh, into the festival. They born bomb. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that right. is right. Exactly. And, 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 and as that's a, a as a concert, issue. I don't know how you could security issue. Yeah, but I don't even know how can you how can you attest to that to say thirty thousand people to say you know what we don't have tickets we're gonna bum rush. That's that's. I mean, wild. I think it reminds me of. Did you? Sorry, um, that Lollapalooza video. Mm-hmm. The, they bum rushed mm-hmm. that a that's couple wild. years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's and wild. you got to think that, about that the people coming from out of town to be in this event. Like, right. It was so many people mm-hmm. that I know that came from that wasn't even from here. So you, and if, if, even if those people passed away, like that's unfortunate. Yeah. Like you come in here for like a festival and that shit happened. So, um, I do want to say actually, right. last weekend. Yeah, I seen this post uh, about Cat Williams. It says um, he uh, had a show and one of the fans or people in the audience passed out and they said he just stopped the show. And he was like, I'm not going to continue until, you know, the medical people come and he the person is, you know, taken out of the facility. Um, They said he also actually referenced the Astro World stuff. He said, I'm sorry if I won't. I'm sorry if I won't move on, but the Astro World shit, I mean, we can't never continue till we know somebody motherfucking good. I'm not going to be leaving um, that on my conscience. Just take five minutes. Thank yep. you, sir. I hope she's having a baby. That's all. I hope she's just having a baby. That's all. Um, so they don't know the status uh-huh. of the person carried away, but they said he took like a 10 minute break and just kind of talked to the people. So 
Um, like last year said, you, I, I guess up there, you really don't know. I think sometimes when there's a whole bunch of commotion, you really don't know what to think, especially like if somebody right. climbed up on stage. So I get that part, but I don't know. Like if you see ambulance and things like that, and sometimes those things, like they're at like Summerfest or they're planning, plan, planet, they're waiting, not waiting, but just, you know, being on the scene just in case something happens. But Standby. I yeah. don't know if you get like a lot of people climbing on the set saying the same thing. I think I will probably get alarmed. Who knows if you up there performing? So I, I I can see his side too, but it's just truly unfortunate because um I don't know I just feel like there if there were off top thirty thousand people that broke into that shit you should have shut that shit down or postponed it for a couple hours yep, you figured out been what's going on because that's not yep, it should have been a wrap like, that's really yeah. a security but, thing especially during like COVID people add that energy oh, COVID is going on right in Texas so yeah um but. Yeah, that's really a security breach. Like, I would be alarmed okay. if I just knew that. Like, if I was going to the festival and know the whole, like, like okay, two or three people, you're like, all right, you, oh, bro, you snuck in, but 30,000? Like, even, yeah. if it's not even, even if it's close well, to that number, that's a lot of people. One of, the, so. one of the police officers had a um had a press conference I saw earlier today on HLN, and he said that one of the officers was indeed injected with some type of um drug yeah. and they had the once he got to the medical staff they had to give him mm -hmm. another drug to counteract that uh, the drug that that was uh, injected in him and they said there was an injection site at on his neck so i don't, I don't know yeah. I mean, a lot of people said there were drugs. People, i have no idea what's going on that, that was that's why yeah. that's that's why i think people i don't know i think people were questioning whether or not to believe that in a sense i'm not sure but i think i, I did see i think the sheriff or something came on and said that because mm -hmm. it was a whole bunch of you know how they do the interviews about what's going on at approximately nine o'clock PM, like that type of thing. Right. And I can definitely understand like one or two people in one area being injected, but I'm not believing that one person went across the whole concert and this is how people passed. I think it's very more plausible that there was so many people and people couldn't breathe. Um, I mean, people get to concerts early. Even when I went to the millennium tour concert didn't start till eight, but doors opened at seven, you know, People get there early and they do their thing, blah, 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 whatever have you. I've known people that went to concerts as soon as the doors open and didn't have water or didn't want to go to the bathroom because they didn't want to lose their spot mm -hmm. um, and things like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I just think it's sad. And like Reese said, prayers for those families, especially, I mean, hearing that the youngest person that died was 14, um, that really breaks my heart because your kid is just going to a concert with their favorite rapper and then they don't come home. Mm. that's it's very yeah. very heartbreaking yeah i think i'm i don't even know about doing concerts that i ain't got no seats like i'm good on that like yeah i, I agree um, today in vegas um on this weekend but i had changed my mind on that but yeah man um i went to the erica badu shit and she took forever to come out at the rave and i didn't get the little seats but oh. even that shit be just too much walking i don't got time for that shit like i just want to go to a place where there are seats sure included everywhere upstairs Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I'm, I'm older now. Very, I definitely, was, I definitely need a seat. It was just, I don't know. I just don't really like going to the rave anyway. And I, I don't know. I never really. I think I paid for right. the seats one year. I just didn't think it was worth it. I don't know. I didn't like it, but yeah, I was. I'm gonna get in and out. But she, <laughs> she Lauren Hill, just like a motherfucker. So it was a good concert, but mm -hmm. nah, not doing that. But I think day in Vegas would have been fun. A I just something nice Especially after all this shit, I'm like, yeah, that's a sign. Cancel the hotel. Um. Should be fun though. They're gonna have a lot of good people. I really want to see snow in Ari Linux, but I hope she recovered from COVID. But um, anyway, yeah, prayers to the people. All right, here's my spiel. So um, as um, well, I don't know if they know, but as y'all know, um, well they know this part, but you know I like to tap in with different people 
Um, and people think about the internet and some people say the internet makes the world smaller, which it may or it may not. Um, but I personally think it makes it smaller in a sense, but it connects us with people that we don't know from different places, especially with stuff like Instagram or Twitter. Cause you could literally be talking to somebody and they're like eight or nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 hours ahead of you. And it's just cool to think about that. Right. Um, but my point is, y'all know, um, I was telling you about my um, Ethiopian friend on Instagram and she, mm-hmm. back, short backstory so people understand. Um, I think she followed me from like the Queen Sugar page. Um, I don't know why Queen Sugar was following me. I think they followed me when they first kind of started and they're still following me, but I didn't think about that. Um, so she just like wrote me. We just had like random conversation. So yeah, and I just like talking to people just to see like how life is different to me, similar to my homegirl in Colombia. but I actually met her when I went to Colombia, and we just still connect and I know I mentioned the Colombian Lives Matter movement and the police brutality that they were experiencing and stuff like that and kind of right. um, air quotes rebelling against the government. I don't want to call them rebels, but, you know, for the lack of a better word, that. So anyway, um, same thing. I've seen her like sharing different stuff with the Ethiopian flag and her story. And I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know their language, but just everything was kind of written in their language. And I'm like, I don't even know what to say. Um, but then she shared something that was just saying like um, the Western news is false. So it was like, BBC News, um, CNN, Al Jazeera, just giving false narratives about what's going on um, in Ethiopia. And me and her talked about it maybe a couple months ago um, that they've been at war for like the past year. But I really honestly didn't tap too much into it. But now I know she's been sharing a lot of it. So I'm like, well, tell me more. What's going on? So I can talk about it, especially if like you feel like the Western news in which we typically experience, right, just in general, is giving false narratives, actually being from a Western area, which is the United States. So, um... Basically, she was kind of explaining, like, um, I guess the Ethiopian government got a new prime minister in 2018. Um, and after within the last 27 years, they were, I guess, ruled um, by a group of rebels. And you know how it goes, the United States and some of the other Western um, places were kind of in cahoots with them because these rebels, uh, which was the TPLF, um, Tigrayan People's Liberation Front, they... Um, they basically um, was uh, they was in cahoots with the United States just because, like I said, they were trying to make sure the communists didn't take over. And, you know, United States don't like communists. So they cool. They was cool with them for the last almost 30 years. So um, in 2018, the prime minister, um, which is separate from this group, was elected and the Ethiopian people, Ethiopian people were happy. Um, but now these uh, Tigrayan uh, people, TPLF, was like, nah. <laughs> um, we don't want to leave. So I guess it seems like they try to have some type of um, conversation about it, but it ended up being war. So now they're kind of um, at war. And then the problem is the war is actually going against some of the regular civilian people, um, which we typically see in situations like this. So um, I know she's in the capital, um, Addis Abiba. Um, so I think she says she's not really experiencing too much, but like, I think she said the Southern area is kind of, um, it's kind of hard for people. I know um, Tigray is kind of like a state, like Texas is a state, United States. I think Tigray is a state in um, Ethiopia. And I think it's along the northern border. Um, and actually, um, she sent me some clips. And um, the one that I like was from a woman named Hermela Aragawi. And um, she's actually based in LA. She's of the Ethiopian uh, Ethiopian descent. And she's actually talking about like why the Western places give like a false narrative. And people were talking about New York Times and how it seems like they want to create this narrative to make Africa seem like this place is uh, specifically Ethiopia. And I'm a player for y'all. To me, I think it's a little bit longer than podcasts, like um, clips, but just pay attention to some stuff that may sound familiar to you about which you may have seen or experienced just being from here. But I just find it quite interesting because I'm always interested in stuff. And I think that, you know, sometimes we have to relate to each other 
um, you know, our people, no matter where you are in the world. So mm-hmm. take a quick listen. that somehow we are getting this wrong. And my old friend Randall Robinson said, when you see Africa, always follow the money, follow the weapons. Uh, what are we getting wrong about this, this conflict? So yeah, Adele, much of the Western media is getting it wrong. And I gather it's because they're doing the bidding of the U.S. government. The U.S. government for a long time had a relationship with TPLF, the Tigray People's Liberation Front. They were once rebels during the communist government, and they were backed by the West to come into power for about 27 years, ending in 2018. And it seems that a lot of the Western media is Uh, supporting the rebels narrative because the U.S. wants to support them because that's their way into power. But the majority of the Ethiopian people have said they do not want that group to be in power. They have voted for the current prime minister. So it seems logical that the U.S. should support the wishes of the majority of Ethiopians as opposed to uh, supporting a rebel group that has been fighting the government as well as the Ethiopian people for the last year. And it's been devastating. You are not the first person of Ethiopian descent that I have heard that same story from. Um, But that being the case, why do you think it is that we are being misled on this particular story? I mean, some of the people that you're talking about are very good journalists. I know them just as well as I know you. So Mm -hmm. what makes you think you're right and they're wrong? So I happen to be of the ethnic group that TPLF claims to represent. They originated 40 years ago saying they were going to liberate uh, the Tigrayan people from the communist regime, but they have strayed away from their goal of liberating the Tigrayan people. Tigray is still very much poor. Uh, There's not a whole lot that they've done for the very region itself. And uh, it it seems to me, uh, I'm actually an outlier among Tigrayans to be able to speak out and say this narrative is not true. Uh, The narrative that the West continues to weave is we're so tribalist that we are killing each other because of the ethnicity that we were born into when in reality it's not true. Much, Many of us are intermarried. Much of my family uh, is from different ethnicities and also the Western uh, media seems to want to paint the Ethiopian government as this savage government. Uh, Most recently with the airstrikes they were uh, pushing the narrative that they were targeting civilians when in fact they were targeting military armaments within the Tigray region. Um, and so it just seems to be trying to weave that age old story that Africa is just destined to be in war, destined to have famine. The, the, the issue with the famine narrative as well is the Western media uh, has been warning about famine for the last year, but they ignore the very things that could lead to famine, which is that humanitarian aid has been redirected to war. Seven UN officials have been kicked out by the Ethiopian government. Two UN whistleblowers have backed this idea that rogue UN officials are actually helping arm the rebel group that is fighting the majority of Ethiopians and the Ethiopian government. So it seems to me not a genuine effort to actually help the people, but to actually fuel the very war that has killed tens of thousands and displaced millions at this point. So, Hermela, you and I, as I indicated, have known each other for a long time. You're smart. Where does this end? You know, I think it's up to the Ethiopian government to end it militarily. Unfortunately, I'm actually so anti-war, but because the uh, armed rebels have continued to move into other regions and so many people have died because of it, uh, it seems like they are not going to give in unless they do uh, give up. 
Yeah, so um, she basically goes in to kind of explain, like, you know, like she said, she's not about war, but kind of uh-huh. my favorite part, well, I ain't gonna say favorite, but my favorite part or my favorite analogy was her kind of mentioning, you know, the um, insurrection that happened at the Capitol earlier this year, and she was just basically like, for, for Americans or other people in the West to kind of ex- understand what's going on, it was like those people, you know, going to the Capitol um, in January and just doing whatever the fuck they was doing. Um, and we seen some people get killed by the government and the government like, look, that's genocide of the insurrectionists because of what the fuck they chose to do. And she was like, so what makes you think we ain't, the Ethiopian government's not going to do that? Um, so she basically, um, insinuated that they gonna fight these rebels until, um, it's over just like any other country would do. Um, so I told her I would share it because like, I understand how like, for example, the George Floyd thing went like worldwide. And, you know, we always talked about mm-hmm. people having their own problems. And like I said, with my Colombian friend, she was just kind of like, when I saw a Colombian Lives Matter, I'm like, what did? But when she explained it, it's like they got their own issue. So um, for me, that's why I said kind of pay attention to, for me, some things that she was saying. And I, again, she has been um, Hermela um, Aragawi. And if you want to follow her, I randomly follow her on Instagram. I think she's like a reporter out of LA. Her name is um, Hermela, H-E-R-M-E-L-A TV on Instagram. And she shares a lot of different smaller clips about it. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that, um, I don't know. I just think it's important that we um, talk about it. And I told her I would send her the podcast and um, for her to hear it. And um, and like I said, she's always in, in Ethiopia. So this is um, a whole different demographic. But um, she told me before, like when I first was chatting with her, like they're probably one of the, if not only the one like African country that still has like their own language and different things that you just wouldn't oh. typically just know. Um, and to me, and I, it wasn't this clip, but it was another clip that kind of how she insinuated, like you, they make you think Africa is still this country that's not like caught up. And like I said, even just looking at some of her stories, they live like a regular life, but certain things that they push is for their narrative. And one of the reasons why I said, just kind of pay attention to some of the things to me that sound familiar is, um, when she talked about the media making it seem as if like this country and these people do this uh-huh. and they want to fight and oh they're savages and they paint this picture and it reminds me right. of just how they talk about black people here and it's like these people are savages because of x y and z when it be like no nah, we got families and black women black men and black women creating a whole family and it's not just like this we just not killing each other because of this there's reasons why these things happen so that's all i got any thoughts on that um I think it's sad that even even internationally, every everything that goes on here is going on somewhere else. Um, it just it sucks to hear that kind of stuff. Um, I'm hoping that this doesn't go on for. I mean, didn't I'm sorry, I may have missed it. Did she say how long this was going on? Yeah, for the last year or so. Um, like I said, it's probably longer because these people yeah. were in power for 27 years um these rebels i should say and yeah. then it's just like imagine you being here and it's like okay we're gonna vote and we're gonna put this president in power and then we like okay we agree and then these people like nah <laughs> we don't want to leave and that's what it seemed like so it seems like they couldn't come to some agreement so now there's just basically war which you would think would be against the government and them but there is war against the people so i guess the narrative in the west is just the opposite like the people are rebelling and it's not the way it's it is so that's why she feels right. like her duty is to tell the real story yeah, especially people, being in the, the West. people aren't rebelling the freaking other people are rebelling the rebels um, yeah yeah right i don't i don't know more jake you got any thoughts 
Uh, yeah. Um, as as it all has been said, and in most uh, most countries, following like as has been said just a few moments ago, follow the guns and the money, and you'll figure out what's going on. And that's, I mean, that's exactly yeah, what that's what we see here as well too. And and um, it's sad that you know we live in a country where, um, oh yeah, we have our hands in a lot of you know, as the intro says a lot of shit <laughs> we have our hands mm-hmm. in a lot of shit and and it and it's so sad that a lot of people here won't either they won't believe it um or they uh, go along with it like well someone got to get them in line and it's like why do we have to be the people to get them in line why can't we let people be who they are and govern govern themselves why we have to be the savior country all the time it's once again, to promote, you mentioned it too, Racy, to mo- promote that democracy and and don't let communism get in the way. But hey, if, if country would be communist, let them be communist. No threat to us. But it, we always got to come in and, and, and oppose democracy and democracy breeds capitalism and capitalism breeds um, the 1%. And that's how you get a 1% in the country. And that's how, and, and, and that, that ideal, um, you can go in, to go into a country and bring that ideology and you will corrupt a government that is for the people. And the people are like, wait, I can live like this. I can have this. I can have all this money and you can have all this money. And, and it's just, Geppetto was always around to put it like that. Geppetto was always around. Yeah. He's always she, a um, master somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I just always find it interesting because it's like, we care about what we care about in a sense. So I, sometimes I'd be sitting here like, damn, right. it's crazy because like, I'm not indirectly involved or directly involved with that. But it just makes me like, I don't know. I just like to take a peek at what other people are seeing. And I couldn't imagine being in a space. Like I said, I think she said she's pretty much safe because she's in the capital. And it's crazy because I, I always wanted to go. I wanted to go to Ethiopia. Like I followed a whole bunch of different things. They got makeup artists and shit. And like I said, she was going to weddings and stuff. So, and I hate to have to say it like that, but they live to me what's, you know, tends to be a normal life compared to what you see on Instagram of somebody in LA and not LA, but you get what I'm saying, just living a regular life. But of course they have their problems and same shit here as far as, you know, economically and financially and things like that. But it's probably relative to them over there, which is everything is relative over here. Um, but yeah, man, it's, um, it's interesting just to see how the United States always like has their kind of foot in. And it almost reminds me of Gaddafi a little bit in Libya. And I kind of brought that up to her, um, how like he, you've seen in 09, Hillary Clinton was, uh, shaking his hand <laughs> and um you know a couple years later he was getting murdered on cnn live i know cat williams is talking about that oh, like i ain't huh. never seen no shit like that ever on cnn like you seen this man getting slaughtered by his own people live um and um heard they want to create their own currency but um yeah it's always something to it and um prayers to them though like i told her i would share it and like i said again yeah. i sent her the episode link um, and just, I think it's just good just to get, you know, their perspective out just to, for me, I, I would probably be angry as hell if I live somewhere and, um, I keep hearing the wrong information, especially on something big like Al Jazeera, CNN and BBC news. And it's like, I'm here and that's not true. And I'm not living in the air quotes dominant nation, like United States or, you know, um, what's it called? Um, Europe or what's the little place called London or some shit up there. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. We always in control and, and like I said, to me, it was interesting because it reminded me of just being black in America in a sense. Like they create this narrative about how we are and our people when it's not true. So you can only imagine how it is over there. Like it got to be like a million times where shit just really wrong. <laughs> so I was right. like, oh. so, 
Yeah. So, um, may that, uh, I think that's how you say your name. That was for you and your people. So, um, let me know how we did. I told you I was going to learn and um, share it. So that's that. Um, listeners, let us know what you guys think about anything that we discussed today in our, uh, scroll down, we'll go on segment. Um, that's why we call nice ourselves cool. YBO and we're YBO international now. <laughs> international. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to find a clip or something every week of something international to talk about. Um, all right, let's move on to random shit of the week slash weekly revelations. Anybody got any flowers this week? Yeah, I'm going to give my flowers to Eve. I've been watching the show Queens, which is the um show about a uh, hip hop or rapping group that comes back um have some Terry, Brandy um and I don't know the other lady um but Eve is killing it um every scene with Eve I'm just in awe whether she's rapping or just acting um but I've always loved Eve um I didn't write this but Ron Rico too he be he's killing his role as well he plays he her husband me. He remind me of the role he played in First Wives Club. That's what he reminded me. Of. Exactly. Like, I was like, damn, this seems familiar. <laughs> I swear. Um, but he, I've always loved him since Sister Sister. So anytime he yeah, did something, too. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and he always give us give us some good acting. Um, I'm also giving my flowers to Summer Walker. Uh, I did listen to the album. Um, I actually listened to it once when I went to Milwaukee, and two times on my way back. Um, definitely a vibe. Doesn't top her first one for me, but I enjoyed, um, a lot of it. Um, and then my last flowers are going to go to the harder they fall. Um, I hate to sound like a groupie, but the shit was black v black black. And I loved every second, literally every second had a black person in it every second. Um, so it was, it was a great movie. I like the storyline. I like the plot. I liked all that. I liked, I liked it. So, if you haven't seen it on Netflix, The Heart of They Fall with Jonathan Majors, Dazzy Beats, uh, Idris Elba, Regina. Um, it was just great. It was great. It was great all around. Yeah, I want to um, yeah, piggyback off those, uh, two of those flowers at least. Um, some of Walker's album. Um, definitely. Oh, yeah, you didn't tell treat. us how you liked it. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I actually like it more than the original album. I'm surprised. Um, I know you're a summer fan, so yeah, I like I like um like when the story has when the album has a um not necessarily always have to have a meeting and a meeting meaning behind it, but um this one definitely did. I could tell she wrote from a place of uh even the yeah, place of hurt, but just a place of if you li- if you read the um the um in strict inscription inscription of her uh album on apple it's oh, actually mm-hmm. written by um summer walker <laughs> just warning people like you know hey don't be careful when you fall in love make sure you be you know all this stuff and don't do what i did and blah 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 blah, blah. um and so that was good uh love crates a lot of great tracks off that um top of my head unloyal um sierra's prayer was really good to seal the to seal the album off bitter um Fourth baby mama, that was really great. I, I when she came on with that line, your your, your mama should whip should have whipped your ass. I was like, yo, you know, um, she was like with the girls, run that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> like right, right, right. I was listening. I was like, I did, I did run it back. I said, oh, how did she start this album off? And yeah, your mama like, should have beat your ass. 
Yes, I was like, she went Yo, in on his mama, I, low key. She went in on him and his mama. Yeah, and then um, I mean, that's not, and I can't, I can't get on London too much because I mean, he's he produced some of this. I was say he still well produced. Uh, yeah, but I thought that yeah. was interesting, but yeah, yeah. I like the album yeah. overall, though, for sure. I love, I love constant B. I mean, I love uh, that's my shit. That's yeah. my, that's my favorite song. I love that one. Yeah, her and Ari got a good joint together. Marianne's like growing. It's, it's session thirty-three. I love it all. I love it all. So that and then uh, harder they fall. I'm a love harder they fall. Uh, for man, a lot of a lot of camera device. I'm when I'm watching movies now. I don't watch it to enjoy it, but I also watch it technically to see like where the author, not the author, the director. And the writers, um, what do they do? And it's a lot of little camera inflections, like when uh, Idris Alba character got out of um, got out the uh, prison mm-hmm. that he was in, and how the camera flexed when he breathed, like little things like that. I love the intro of how he, how the director um, and the producer of the film um, came in during the beginning of the movie. How his little, you know, this is a, a um, I can't think of his real name. Mr. Samuel's film, something like that. I forgot his first name. I think it's Jimenez. Jimenez. Um, he's British though. And um it was produced by Jay-Z as well, too. Um, and yeah, it was it was really good. That that movie made Jay-Z get an Instagram. So it was it was great. Those are my flowers. And oh, and also um the the people in the in the movie were real actual people. Like these, so right. they took the they took the actual people and created a story behind it. So the story wasn't necessarily real, but there were actually real people in there and uh, made you go back and look at your history. And there were cowboys and cowgirls um, that were black in our history. So kudos to them. That's what's up. Um, flowers? My flowers. Yeah. My flowers this week are going to go to good customer services. I mentioned before um, my dentist is great. Mm-hmm. Um, my hygienist is a black woman from Atlanta. Um, and just to be quite frank, she's not your typical hygienist that I would see in Milwaukee. And it's just, I don't know, we just be cracking up laughing. It'd be randomly funny. She's like, girl, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm like, I know that's right. We clean my teeth first. Um, so yeah. And then even the lady at the desk, she's like, his, she's Hispanic, but she like super like matter of fact. So girl, I got some people in Milwaukee and my niece went up there to uh, do an eyelash class. And I just thought it was so funny. Um, what else do I got here? Oh, Mercedes Benz. Um, I hate Mercedes Benz in Milwaukee. The dealership sucks. Um, oh, sorry. They never they never have loaner cars. Actually, I seen a girl talk about um, one of those dealerships in Milwaukee, how they didn't have any loaner cars for her either. I'm like, it's a small market, so I can see why they don't have loaner cars. But here, you have no issues with that. You pull up, they be like, you need a loaner car? I'm like, man, I know y'all got some. They lined up right there. Um, but really quick, swift service. They do everything they need. Hit you up when your car ready. Uh, they be like, make sure you stay within the Houston area. You're like, bitch, I want to New Orleans. But I'm just like, but, uh, <laughs> no, it's always a good experience. They got these good ass cookies. Um, I'm like, I don't know. They must got a bakery in the back of that bitch. But it's always so tempting because they be having like all the new ones. You be like, um, I don't need all that. I don't need that. But um, shit gets expensive. But it's um, it's always a fun time. I never thought I would just have fun going to a dealership. Um, <laughs> sheet mask. I never was a fan of sheet masks. I like the other type of masks, but I started purchasing them and I think it was like a pineapple one that I, I really like what it did to my skin. So I have bought like Period. from Target. Nice. Um, I will say from where? Yeah, yeah from Target. Um, actually, maybe some months ago, I was in there just waltzing around and I just purchased some last weekend and they actually have a 10% off on the Circle app. So Target some. will always um, tell you what you need. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Um, and their drive-up service is so clutch, bro. Like, 
why, bro? I just be like, why is their drive up server so just lit? Like I had went to the one in Cyprus because they had this hard drive that I bought on sale and I ended up doing like five different orders. Like, you know what? I forgot this. You, might, you know what? Do that. Oh. Then it'd be like, yeah, if you, if you forget something, just order again. And then I had like five orders. She's like, I think we missed something. I'll be back. I'm like, all right, I'm here. So Target just, I went to Walmart yesterday. Like, it's loud in here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because they be having some of those like extra black products that I need if I don't feel like going to the hair store. Um, So I ended up going to Walmart. But yeah, I love the. The target process. And lastly, um, Will, Will Smith and Oprah Winfrey. Um, I watched the Oprah conversation on Apple TV. Um, and I mean, I always kind of felt that way, just understanding him and Jada's dynamic outside of actually what his book is about. Uh, uh-huh. But I know they had a conversation just about that specifically. And to me, the way he explained it, which I kind of felt in a sense, it just makes sense. I think people in these stupid articles, like we talked about journalism and false headlines, um, make it seem a certain way and to me it's just like it's not just about sex and what they prefer sexually like their freedom is just in general um but check it out on apple tv plus um i think it was a dope interview um sometimes when they do those you think they're going to give too much away from the book but i think she did a good job of kind of breaking down some stuff that still made me want to um uh, read it so like i said i pre-ordered it like two months ago whenever he first posted it so it should be here i think on the ninth um so yeah, shout out to Will Smith and um, Oprah and just his vulnerability. Like even when you see these these headlines, I think the headlines say like, oh, Will Smith wants to kill his dad. I'm like, but did you, that's not just right. what he said. Like, exactly. That's not what he said. Like, it's just not what he said. And I'm like, that is just, it's just painful to sometimes to watch. Like, I don't know if I could just be a celebrity on that type of shit. Cause man, and you know what? He probably has so much just like perseverance and just like, we got Will Smith because I'm sometimes I be thinking like he probably just going through it. And he probably have his days, but I could tell he would probably be like, "Shut the fuck up, y'all!" Like I'm good. So, I Oprah look really good. Like she's 67 years old. That's my Aquarius friend. Um, 67 and looking good. I'm like, man, I remember Oprah turned 50. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, she getting up there. Oprah, are people getting old. Will getting old. And I somebody mentioned how he looked. I think it's just the beard and the mustache. She just has to grow this back in I and the mustache. Somebody mentioned his cheeks, and uh, uh, I don't know. It could be like some makeup type thing. Um, but yeah, it was a really great interview. I haven't um, I haven't really watched the Oprah interview recently, so that was a fun watch. I think I don't even know how long it was. I think I woke up early in the morning on Saturday and watched it. Or it could have been Friday. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, Jada. On Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to dating relationships and sex for you nasty motherfuckers. Um, we want to talk about our results from our free ball episode. Um, shout out to what's his name? He commented on our SoundCloud cloud. Um, I don't even know his name anymore. Mixy something. And he was like, free balling is hilarious. <laughs> so uh, shout out to you oh, for listening mixed on up network. <laughs> Um, and I commented back and was just like, ha ha, thanks for listening. So, and I, sometimes people, you know, sometimes you get them bots or people that just comment. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I mean, no damn bot. So I had scrubbed <laughs> through to see if we had said it again. I think I had just mentioned, cause I was just in conversation. I'm like, okay, you was actually listening. So from Monona, for, um, Mono- oh, Monona. Sure oh, Monona, Wisconsin, from Montana. Um, I thought I saw Montana on there, but anyway, um, uh, uh, he, uh, shared the, uh, that's outside of Madison. Yeah. Um, Shout out to him for uh, tuning in. And he shared our episode too. So, yeah. Um, All right. So, our results from last week. Who's that shit called? I forgot what it was called. Um, 
the because uh, I forgot. Oh yeah, that's another fucking link I gotta create. Blueprint um, type, erotic blueprint type. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, what the shit show up in so your email again? This one um. <laughs> shit. Quiz results. Congrats. <laughs> your blueprint type. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> you got a certificate. <laughs> Congrats. No, because you know you're freaky. You know what type of sex you want. Shit. You said you're not a freak. <laughs> you're freaky. Congratulations. You said you're not a freak. Okay, anybody want to go You want a prize. I can. <laughs> go ahead. Um, my result was central, which is funny because when Reese read the four um types, I was like, Yeah, that one's not me. And it's funny because it is me. Um, it says perks. Um, embodied pleasure and tantalizing immersive environments are your zone of genius. Um, and you may desire a sensual feast as part of your intimate connections. I don't know what that means. I hope they don't mean food because that sounds gross. Um, pitfalls. If your surroundings don't meet your expectations, you may have difficulty surrounding surrendering to your own pleasure. Or if the quality of touch you receive is off, it can turn you off completely. Um Thanks. But yeah, I thought it was inter- I thought it was interesting. So I definitely thought it was funny that I was like, uh, yeah, not that one. Um, and it's me. So yeah, it, it's a lot more in the email. I didn't read it. I just read those two, those couple things that I read right now. But it's interesting. I'll share this with my partner. I made him take the test too when we took the test last week. So my partner, that's awesome. cute. What about you, Moanja? Where are you? <laughs> Yeah, so it says exciting news. Your <laughs> primary exotic blue type is <laughs> is you ready for a little drum roll? Mm-hmm. Shapeshifter. Oh yeah. So I initially I thought it was um it was uh, uh what was it what was the kinky one I forgot what it was um, I forgot it I don't know but shapeshifter after reading shapeshifter oh man that's totally me. Whore. It says, congratulations, <laughs> you're, <laughs> congratulations, you're ton- turned on by the whole erotic palette. <laughs> you can receive incredible amounts of stimulation and you can give your lovers, it's lovers with an S, only a lover for me. <laughs> uh, extremely, mm-hmm. you can receive incredible amounts of stimulation and you give <laughs> your lover uh, extra- extraordinary experience. Read how they wrote it, lovers. <laughs> I had it, but it's in the parentheses, so I'm just gonna ignore that. <laughs> um, but it says this though. It says my ad gave me a little warning. Um, it says, uh, however, you may feel hungry, like you are you are always feeding your lover, but being shortchanged yourself, and that has happened. Um, so it says, sex can be spiritual, transcendent um, experience. It can be a spiritual, uh, transcendent experience. You love beautiful environments. You're turned on by erotic imagery and you can get a real turn on from taboo, edgy, kinky play with your lover. Um, oh, it says you have a voracious appetite. I love Order. these juicy words. Uh, let's see my superpowers. Uh, you may be fluent or at least interested in all of the blueprint types. So I'm that 
that guy. You may be extraordinary. You may be an extraordinary lover. You love variety. And oh cuisine. God, yes. come on! <laughs> you can write endless waves of indulgent pleasure and keep wanting more. Mm, so you're a freak. Got it. Next. <laughs> That's just what you be saying. I just I'm very confident when it comes to sex. We have a bad day, and one of them ain't gonna be working. (laughs) But it it, it makes sense though, because my love language, I'm like, I have like, I'm trilingual in my love language. So it makes sense. It makes sense. Kind of perfect. Kind of lingers in your love language. That's cute. I like that. I do. I am. It's disgusting. Um, who does that? Um, it's great. Mine um, is the energetic type of which I could tell. I could tell that by, I think the first, one of them questions, I was like, whatever this one is, this I already know. I know how I am. Um, it says, congratulations, talking that. You're turned on by an- anticipation, <laughs> tease, space. Thank God. Leave me the fuck alone. And energy. Um, and energy play. Um, you might have already dabbed into sexual friends. Uh, no, I haven't. I'm going to skip that part. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, read that part. No. Read it. Some no, shit that I don't it. even know what it is. Hey. So I'm not going to read some of it. King, can you read? No, I can't. I can't read that oh, part. Okay. I mean, they didn't teach us that at King. Of course not. We just had sex ed as freshmen. Okay, good. But the penis in the... Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> I look forward to showing you how to experience this too. Um, <laughs> superpowers oh. of the energetic type. Very, very sensitive and intuitive. <laughs> I know that's right. Okay. Why they put the ad sign? It's like childish. Can't orgasm with an at sign for the a yeah without even being touched i know that's right um value love and emotional connection okay Ugh. um shadow aspects can short circuit <laughs> a touch isn't time yeah. right i know that's right move <laughs> with the say get off me get off me <laughs> my sister gonna laugh at that she gonna call me i'm gonna cuddle um may not be able to concentrate on pleasure if something seems off with the partner yeah what the fuck wrong with you um, can't get hierarchical. <laughs> My way is better or more enlightened than yours. I know that's right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I ain't gonna really get into the extra logistics, but I can see that. I'm very mysterious. I like, I do like the anticipation of things. Um, to know what's to come because I feel like the anticipation leads up to hopefully great things. I try songs. If I snuck right. up in your bedroom, why you sleep? Would you ask surprise? Like, no, nigga, why are you here? <laughs> I didn't anticipate anticipate this. Okay, um, I want to talk about this. Yeah, just like you stuttered through your whole speech earlier. Now shut the fuck up. Um, I would. <laughs> You mad at me because you stutter, Nick. You mad at me because you stutter, and I'm calling you that. <laughs> did I call you out when you were like Stephen A. Smith? No, that's you. Talking shit about Riverside, but you can't even get shit out. Why are you going to talk about financial literacy? But you have I, it, it got literacy. out. It got out, my guy. You didn't. It got out. Thing. King's not included. Nah. Um, uh, I'm going to talk uh, about sex appeal. Say sex appeal. Um, I seen this on the yeah, internet. Could you shut up so I could talk? God damn. Um, I still talking. Internet. You keep talking every time I say something. Just be quiet. God damn. I'm not saying, I'm not Jesus Christ. You was making noise. Um, I seen you it online. Just being extra, bro. Chill out. Calm down. Lower your shoulders. So, um, I seen us online about sex appeal. And I want to talk to you guys about this to get your thoughts. Um, so a young woman, I'm not going to say her name. You'll probably find it if you search the words. She says, <sighs> I'm going to read it in the Lord. Being pretty and having good sex appeal is totally is two totally different things. I have both, so y'all be easy. <laughs> so um, serious is. I scroll down because I feel like I heard these things mm. before, 
But I feel like some of my questions were some of the people's questions in here, which I'm going to read a whole bunch of shit off, which would be very, I think it'll lead to an interesting conversation. Um, mm-hmm. So look good. it says pretty. So a guy writes back, he says pretty. And then he says, a nigga going to fucking leave sex appeal, a nigga going to fuck and leave. And he says, legit, no difference. What matters is how much I mess with you on the mental level. Um, and who's the one? Somebody put the rose. That's cute. Uh, somebody <laughs> says, uh, I told my sister, anyone can look sexy, but not everyone has sex appeal. Um, and then someone commented back says, if you don't mind explaining why are having sex appeal and looking sexy, not the same thing. I don't understand the distinction being made here. Um, someone else says sex appeal is a blessing and a curse at the same time. Um, someone says I'm pretty with no sex appeal. Um, there's a white girl's ass. Mm. Um, I just scrolled past yeah. that. Like. <laughs> Somebody commented and said, almost blinded me, Casper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was just going to screenshot it to y'all. That's funny. Someone like, says, I'm not excited about it. Someone says, I hate that I have sex appeal. There's no sex and then girl. someone says, can someone explain Whoa. the difference? Like, I'm really interested in, in how do you know which one you have? Um, someone says, pretty face is fun. Sex appeal is body. But honestly, everyone has sex appeal. It's, it's so easy. Um, someone says, not not people thinking sex appeal is solely physical ap- appearance, less body, demeanor, oh, yeah. and mentality it's plays a role too. Um, someone says, it's two different things. You can be pretty with no sex appeal, but it's boring. Sex appeal is expressing yourself sexually. Um, someone says, love it. Your confidence is so attractive. Um, so I'm going to stop there. I'm going to get your, you guys' thoughts. And I want to read some stuff that I've seen in addition to this. Um, but I find it so interesting because I think this is something that people may mention or say, but I don't think people really know what it is. And I'll give you my thought on what I think it is. But oh, what are your thoughts? What is sex appeal to you guys? Moanjie? Who said the sex test? I'm done. um not this buttocks that's on this uh thread here but uh sex appeal is almost blinded me casper um, that's cute (laughs) (laughs) um what is sex appeal um it's just it's just a i I would equate sex appeal to lust um it's that lust uh factor that um someone has like you know maybe it's the way that a woman looks at you with her eyes, uh, maybe the way she uses her finger to use her finger to bite her teeth, you know, or bite her teeth with her fingers. Her teeth. Um, <laughs> and we all use that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so she got good teeth. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just the way it's just a little, just the little things that you do with, um, your body. And this, it does not have much to do with your body either. It's just the way that you do with your, um, it could be it could be a, a aura that you possess, um, the way you say your words. It could just be it's all of that. It's just all of that. It's just the way you exude yourself. Put it like that. It's something that you exude. It's something that it's intangible and tangible at the same time. Like you could feel it, but you can't really grab it. You know what I mean? So it's it's that. Yeah, and some people got it. Some, you can learn to have it too. You can learn to have it too. You can't be taught it. You, some people have it naturally, but you can't. Do you, be taught do you it think though. you have sex appeal? Nope. Why not? <laughs> See, I'm all right, man. This is a great session. I would like to speak to you guys next week. <laughs> Why? Go ahead, man. I'm, 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 you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
What happened? What Nothing. I do? What no, happened? It's, 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 you got the floor, man. What I miss? Lower my shoulders. Go ahead. <laughs> what I do? You didn't do anything. Go what ahead. I you do? didn't do not a damn thing. Go ahead. But talk. Well, last, last, what'd you do? Laughed. Laughed. That's the fuck she did. Lassie, what you do? <laughs> oh, you just laughed. It was oh, the shirt. It I was the no. shirt. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Go ahead. Why don't you have sex appeal? Uh, oh, you ate. What was the question again? Why don't you have sex appeal, sweetie? Oh, why don't you have sex appeal, sweetie? Um. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like Mike off a bruh. My sweet teacher. Just, just give me thirty days. My sweet teacher. Why don't you have sex appeal? Why? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> because you wear khakis every day. Why? I said, just give me thirty days. I'll turn it around. <laughs> We do a little heroin and heroin and coke, <laughs> and I get over it. You had no sign of that shit. Get the fuck out of here. I have sex appeal. No sign at all. I hate it, bro. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Come on, I do heroin too. No, you don't, nigga. Shut up. You better be alive, Tyler. Anyway, <laughs> man, we have, we see no holes in your arms. We we like, have there are no not, holes like, in your arms. I know people do what they do, but there's nothing that would make me think that like, it was terrible. But anyway, go ahead, and I'm still watching. Your gums ain't black or nothing. Shut up, <laughs> Mike. Eyes ain't red. What the fuck? <laughs> You're a lawyer. You've still been a lawyer, right? Lawyer. I mean, he just ang- you're just angry. You have a little. You have a you Napoleon just have complex. Angry. That's what, he, that's what it, it should have been. That is just um, anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. That was, For the fifteenth time, why don't you have sex appeal? <laughs> um, sorry, um, why, why don't I have you sex appeal? I don't know. Why don't, don't you know. think you I have? Think it? I do. Why? I don't to think I that do. you have to think there's a reason. Um. <clears throat> I don't know. I really don't know. I, if hey, anything, if anything, it would be my voice. It'll be it'll be my voice. But other well, you than don't that, have sex with really, especially early in the morning or late at night. So no, no, no. If I did, but I'm asking why don't voice, you think you have? Sex I don't think anything else. I don't. I don't know, Reese Berry. I really don't know. I really so don't know. I, that never never came up. In any of my relation relationships, well, I think for a woman to have sex appeal, I'm sex not talking appeal, about that. I'm talking about appeal, you right now. We'll, we'll, appeal, we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. I'm asking, why don't you think you have sex appeal, based upon your definition? Your definition of sex appeal is what? I I don't think I don't think I try to do those things. I don't I don't it's think not really I about exude trying. sex. But it's not okay. That's it. that's interesting. Stop there. Maybe it's not. Stop there. I don't. But I don't. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. That, yeah. Just, just it. You're done. Stop you're there. done. Yeah, no, like, no, no, no. I, well, I want to like an audible book. <laughs> Alexa, stop. I want to. I want to end on that mark because that's interesting. Uh, Lassie, okay. same to you. What is sex appeal to you? Bookmark. And do you think you have it? Um. I'm laughing because I was trying to think of an example uh, while Mawaja was sharing his answer, but I think sex appeal, you either have it or you don't. Um, Like someone who exudes sex appeal to me is um, I can, that I can name off the top of my head is Tiana Taylor, whether Mm -hmm. she's in tomboy wear or she's wearing something skimpy, Tiana um, always exudes (laughs) sex appeal. It's something about her. And I, and to me, I don't think sex appeal makes someone, um, <clears throat> bad or even putting themselves out there. I don't think she puts herself out there like she sleeps around or anything like that. I mean, obviously she's married, but before then, but she just exudes, I guess, like body confidence and 
I don't know. She has sex appeal. I was trying to think of somebody who's very pretty, but I don't think exudes sex appeal. I can I can't think of anyone right now. Um, but um and I think it's the same with dudes. I think for me with dudes, um it's it's man, weirder man. now you know because the internet the man, Lorenz Tate. I think that's what it is. Something about him. I'd be like <laughs> Yeah. For me. For me, Lorenz. Lying or not, it's a, it's a couple dudes. Um, if I had to pick a dude I that why. I say exudes, I would say, um, what's that boy name that I was just thinking about? Um, Damson Idris. I can't think of his name. <laughs> I can't think of his name. But men, it, it gets kind of eh, it teeters for me because men be thinking that they're exudes. I watch. I mean, y'all know I watch a lot of TikToks, and I think a lot of people. Y'all seen some of the corny videos of dudes like hip rolling or just doing weird <laughs> ass shit in the camera. And it's yeah. like, like, sir, this is not attractive. Mm, I um, I think it has to come naturally for <laughs> I think it just has to come naturally for it a guy. Caribbean. No, no. I don't want to see you grinding on TikTok, sir. <clears throat> All of that. Um, I think I do. I mean, people have told me that I have sex appeal. And so, in their opinions, yes. Um, in my opinion, yes. When I'm not looking like a ragamuffin, um, and I know it doesn't have everything to do with looks, but <laughs> yeah. So, but I think for me, I know, like I think for me, it's easier for me to either amp it up or tone it down. In my opinion, so. Interesting. So yeah. Yeah, this this was interesting to me because I don't necessarily think about it. I just think, like you said, what somebody may say to you that kind of goes along the terms. You'd be like, I didn't do nothing. So I think for me, I I think, first of all, that's why I told Moanja to stop because I think it's everybody has their own definition because he seems to be teetering on if you do something sexy or not. Like, are you sexy or something like that? Just strictly, that's what it sounds like. For me, I just think it's literally everything like your confidence, my biggest worry, like the mystery that you have. Um, how people perceive you to be, um, the way you talk, like it, it depends on what the person may like. Like if you quick, some people like wittiness, some people like shyness, whatever it is, or just the way you walk or talk or just hold yourself. So I think it's all of that. Um, and like I said, I think people look at me as like a mystery. So some people may say it's like sex appeal, but sometimes I think people look at me in this interesting way and they be trying to figure out what the fuck be going on. And I find it very interesting. Um, so, um, I want to do something real quick. Slow ride. Wait, my bad. Oops. <laughs> Wait, how do I get to her? Hold on. So I get for Ben though. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Yeah, every time. Uh, I got, I'm, adding, I'm adding that hello. <laughs> Same. I'm adding that hello to the board. I'm adding that hello to the board. Hello. <laughs> I'm gonna start the episode. Do you know what? That's gonna be the opener. Hello. Period. Why be your podcast? I'm writing it in right now. Oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. So, John, I got yep. a question for you, and give me your whatever your definition is. What? How? How do you define sex appeal? Uh, <laughs> I, say, I like that. 
You just trying to fill up the board. I guess it's more of a confidence. <laughs> I guess it's more of like confidence uh, mixed with uh, charisma and just uh, mm-hmm. self esteem. Like it's, it's kind of like just like an energy thing. Like you can tell if somebody's like really just filling themselves and uh, just got that aura about them. Give me somebody that you think has sex appeal <laughs> outside of your girlfriend. You uh, let's see. I guess like a um. <laughs> Sort of like a like a Chloe Bailey maybe maybe or uh, hmm. so he likes that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I guess like a like a Rihanna. I mean, that's a typical answer, obviously. Okay, I said Tiana Taylor. So okay, I feel that. I say Lorenz Tate is a man. Yeah. <laughs> I think he yeah. just because he's yeah. like a mystery to me. Like I don't know him personally. I don't know what he does, or he don't slow wine or do all the extra shit. Just the way <laughs> he carry himself. Look at too old for that shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's almost like. Yeah, you can relate him to the almost like a method man. Yeah, just even the way because he'd be wearing for doors, like even the way he put his hat on, I'd be like, "Damn, you sexy." But um, I don't even know why. I, every time I see him, I'd be like, "Why do I like you so much?" I don't even. The what way did you talk, pick? Huh? You like, say method man. Yeah. Morning, yeah oh yeah, method man. Oh, somewhere, somewhere the method man. I mean, because that's obviously like an overall. Uh, general uh, thing that women say all the time. So. Yeah, all yeah. the women love method yeah. man. Yeah. Women, <sighs> women, are funny. Monje, please, Monje. Is there a guy that you think has like some type of sex appeal to women? Mm. Now that I think of, try harder. <laughs> think about somebody. You gave us no answers at all, or like, a, or somebody like Tank or something like that. <laughs> Tank, no. I mean, God, sir. I think, oh, I think no. he does for some women, but Tank don't do it for me. Ever since he left his legs up on Breakfast Club, it's been a wrap for him. <laughs> All sex appeal gone for me. Yeah, mm, they hated that. <laughs> yeah, not they, I. Uh, um, Let me see. I don't know. I don't think about women. Um, Tiana, I think Tiana Taylor is just a really great I already example. said her. I'm just saying, I think that's just really <laughs> right, a great so example of that. Like, that is really a really great example. Um. Hmm. Why did you? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I'm sorry. I was rolling right. I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to play. Um, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think of somebody not like them that I. Um, That's not like celebrity. Not mm. even celebrity. That just like. <laughs> Not like them, like um, Rihanna or Tiana, because yeah, I think they're yeah, they're yeah, pretty yeah, similar, yeah. but they're different. I think so in I our think, own way, Issa um, Issa Rae does in our own way, and I think yes, that's a yeah, good one. That is like the home, not the home. But I don't like the way you said girl. that because I think everybody's in their own way. Yeah, right. Think, no, true. Well, to you, but I think <clears> like somebody may really like her because of the the attribute, her, like her quirky her quirkiness. Like somebody yeah. may be like, that's the sex appeal that I like or that I see. And but it hones in on that sense. confidence piece uh, John, that y'all talk about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. I think to, mm-hmm. to John's point and to what you just said, um, everybody's kind of different, and that's what I thought. So, uh, interesting. Well, John, you still there? Did we hang up on you? Yeah, oh, I'm okay. good. Okay. Um, any more thoughts on that before we let you go? Any other men? Uh, Wait, we didn't ask him no, if he think he it. got sex appeal. Oh, oh yeah. do you think you have sex appeal, John? Uh, I would say slightly, but not so much. Why do you say slightly? Because Moan just said he doesn't think he has any. I don't think I have none at all. Besides my voice. 
Uh, oh, I guess it's because I like I clean up nice. Like whenever I get a fresh haircut, got a fresh outfit on, all that cool stuff. But what about your definition? Because you mentioned more so like confidence and the aura. Right. You don't think you oh, have that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, because yeah, but, I mean, I, hold on. Said, yeah, that's it. Isn't it interesting that? <laughs> uh-huh. But isn't it? But isn't it interesting that he says like this is what I think sex appeal is? But when he's mentioned himself, he mentioned cleaning up nice, but he didn't mention anything about the aura. Or, that's interesting. Yeah. But anyway, See, men, sorry. Men are oh, like, uh, yeah. visual said, creatures. Oh, I guess. I guess it's because. I guess it's just because yeah. Like once I once I do all that stuff, then that's when it comes for me. But oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta I say mean, it then. Okay. It, yeah, it just depends on my environment. Too, yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. Interesting. interesting. It's not like a twenty four seven. Twenty you look like you got something to say. You know, I was just thinking about um when uh John said clean up nice, I think about my smells. Like one lot of one woman stopped me and was like the other day and was like, You smell really good. And I was like, Thank you. And they kept it moving. Okay. <laughs> Let's go here. What what do you think? <laughs> If you the moments that you feel like you exude some type of sex appeal, whatever it is, what do you think you do? Or like you said, your cologne. So give me something else because you said it already. What's something that you like? Damn, I feel like now that you think about it, this is like this may be sex of it, a, appeal to somebody that's attracted to you. The last thing, the last thing that I can remember is is the is the the cologne and then the voice, the voice piece. Like it was, yeah, it was like I was on the phone. I said something. It's like, mm, say that again. I was like. Hello. Deuce, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's probably it. Yeah, that's, I, I that's can agree it. with that though. Said Billy D. Williams. Yeah. yeah, I can agree with that though because, like, once you once you do have that confidence about yourself, you talk differently. Yeah, yeah. You so you think that's what it is for you? Once you got the confidence, that's yours, John. The way you talk. Yeah, I could say that for sure. John, funny. What about you, Lassie? What's something that you do that you be like, damn? Now that you think about it, like that might be a little sex appeal. Whip a pill. Um, I believe somebody said that. I don't know. I th- I actually think it's my style, like the way I dress. Sometimes, um, I tried to name my style because I was like, "What? How do? If I had to name my aesthetic to someone, and my aesthetic is cute, sexy. I like to be cute, but I also like to give a little something, whether it's a little bit of cleavage or thighs out or something like that. Um, I think it's just it. the way I dress. When mm-hmm. I get dressed up, not when I'm wearing a "We Fight, We Win" shirt. <clears throat> I'm like, what? But I get it. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I think I can go with that, like style. Um, and uh, for some people, maybe mysteriousness and wittiness. That's what I can get from a lot of people. People be wanting to know more, and I don't want to know more. Tell me more. <laughs> ask me questions. <laughs> <laughs> you barely want to answer this shit. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, John, we thank you so much. Um, I figured you'd be an interesting person to ask. <laughs> I figured you'd have been like, Ooh, hello, interesting. <laughs> all right, anytime. All right, all right, bye. Yeah, anytime. Give us a hunk real quick. Give us a horn. Yeah. <laughs> I hung up on my Oh, right. dang. I want to hear the horn. Please. I want to hear the horn. Woke up, woke up. 
<laughs> See if he lied uh, too. I can't. Yeah, oh, he'll be driving. Yeah. Tell me to go to Walmart parking lot. I can't wake you up. Watch the BT Plus. The neighbors. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I just want to read some of these responses that I've seen just on Twitter in general. Um, so uh, someone worker. says a glance, an easy laugh, confidence, mm-hmm. shyness, a lack of self awareness. A dress and killer heels, jeans and converse, singing and dancing like no one's watching, talking about stuff and nonsense, comfortable silence, making an effort, being happy without makeup and curves. Um, someone says happy people. Um, someone says so true. Happiness definitely is and shows off some people's inner beauty. Um, someone says someone who is caring, kind, supportive and can make me laugh. And if he's drop dead gorgeous, too, that's a bonus, but not a necessity. Um, someone says personality, humor, do they respect themselves and others? A cheeky smile helps, <laughs> excuse me, helps cheeky too. Smile. Um, someone says, um, I was going to say something, but never mind. Someone says, um, indefinable, uh, physical attractive attractiveness. Yes. But honestly, a sexy brain is far more important. Yes. Um, let's see what else they got on here. So, so this is terrible. Someone says, on a lady, good hips and a wiggle. <laughs> Yikes. Wagon Someone Wednesday. says, she's got to have a great body. Uh, someone says, a good sense of humor and laugh is very attractive. Confidence, intellig- intelligence, um, a mischievous twinkle in his eye, um, a nice smile. I like that, mischievous twinkle. A positive vibe, an arse you can sink your teeth into. Okay. Oh, my. Um, arse. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, <laughs> Um, someone says not easy to define. Everyone has their own appeal. Confidence stands out though. Um, that's, that's true. So yeah. So those are the ones, um, my last one, I thought it was interesting. She says, um, sex appeal is 50% of what you have and 50% of what people think you have. Yep. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. I'll stop there. No, that's it. I just thought I just thought it was interesting because I feel like it's something that people don't talk about, but people talk about because you might see somebody, you might not use the word or the phrase uh, sex appeal. You may be like, it's something about that person. And you have your own right. definition based upon it. Kind of like beauty's, you know, in the eye of the beholder type thing. But um, in general, somebody may see somebody like a general Tiana Taylor. People may look at that because it seems so quick to say, like you think about the body and just the physical attributes. But I think sometimes, like somebody said, it's the brains, the intelligence, somebody, the mischievousness and the twinkle in the eye, the arse, you know, I'll say it. Um, <laughs> the arse. <laughs> things that uh, you may find attractive that somebody may not be like, OK, but um it's interesting. But yeah, I think for me, it would be Lorenz Tate. Because I think it's, I say that because I don't know what makes me, sometimes I'd be like, why do I like you so much? Like, I don't know, you little, like you ain't even my height requirement. Like, mm. <sighs> I love you. Gotta him. be this tall to write this right. Oh, I know that's right. <sighs> All right, guys. Time for my nine. Let me scroll down. Get a long list here. Oh, what? Too far. <sighs> All right. Can I just say this? Mm-mm. We appreciate y'all, but oh, yeah, we do. y'all be explaining a lot and I get it. So I'm just going to read it. But furthermore, kind of wrap this shit up. Um, hey, YBO, please keep this anonymous because oh, that's sweet. My other half listens. I'm not sure how often. So let's so let's keep it like this to be safe. Um, so my problem is 
got right to it. My problem is the random disrespect. My significant other and I live apart. I went to visit them after work one day because I had something important to tell him. When I got to his house, he was playing his game online with friends and I guess strangers. Um, I asked, could he wrap it up and give me all his attention Give, give all his attention to me. And he said, um, 10 minutes in 10 minutes, I asked again, can he end it now? Because I already talked to him and told him that I need to talk when I got to his house. He kind of ignored me because he started talking in the headset to his friends. I let it go and waited 10 to 15 minutes. I asked politely, can we talk now? He's asking me what, what, it's, what it's about. And I said, it's a private matter, which is why I don't want him on the game when we talk. One of the people on the game must have heard him talking to me and started being um, funny, saying stuff like his girl is punking him, etc. Oh. So he had a small, so we had a small back and forth um, parentheses. I was trying to keep it smooth and short, and he escalated it a bit. Um, I said I I wait wait. I'm like I waited the whole time, and uh, could he be fair and get off the game? He went off saying that when I do this, oh man, he went off saying when I do this, I never have anything important to say. And I could tell uh. one of the guys, I, I could tell one of the guys was a friend that I know. And he was saying stuff like, bro, don't do all that. And encourage him to just get off while the people that I didn't recognize were saying crazy stuff. When he started going off, I was shocked. So I sat there for a bit and I was so furious. I was tearing up, but he didn't notice until I got up. I went to the bathroom to fix my face. And when I came out, he was sitting there wrapping up the game. Parentheses, I could tell by his conversation. I put on my shoes and walked out. He said, where are you going? And I didn't respond. He didn't come after me, but he called and I've been ignoring him all night. How do y'all deal with a significant other or whatever being rude to you? People making a mockery of your relationship by, oh, that's cute, heckling and et cetera. What would you have done in that situation? I feel like I always stop myself to tend to his needs and things. And this upsets me that he said um, that and couldn't stop to listen. I'll follow up with what I wanted to talk to him about after things pan out. I'm writing this mad. Oh, that's funny. That's not funny. Sorry. I'm writing this mad as hell at the moment. Um, thanks. Oh, sorry. Uh, thanks, Raquel <laughs> from Centerville, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, let's give her name away. That's funny. Thanks, Raquel from Centerville, Virginia. <laughs> I put it in somewhere near where she is, but not like so. Anyways, Raquel, what do you guys have for Raquel? <laughs> Monte, you want to start? Yeah. You got something to say? Mm, I just, I mean, boy, get off that motherfucking game. <sighs> Hey, I mean, I understand when you online and you playing 2K and you got, you know, you playing oh, the rack all that. and like, hey, yo, well, just give me, yeah. I'm in my fourth quarter, yeah. give me like five minutes, you're probably playing 10 minute games, like let him just give him some time and he's going to be ready for you. But you keep pushing and egging the issue on, it's just not going to happen now. What he should have did though, now what's not going to happen is, okay, it took a little longer, like chill, just wait a minute, like, dang, I was in the middle of the game when you called she me. Said, she said in here... She said 10 to 15 minutes. And she said she, oh. I asked politely, can we talk now? He asking me what it's about. 
And I said it's a private matter, which I didn't want to him on the game. Blah, blah, right, blah. right, right, right. So and, she and said what, she waited. That's that's fine. That's fair. Well, I, I will have to give. I do have to dock some points from that gentleman over there. Uh, take some flowers from his cup or his uh, <laughs> petal. Is um, you God. you should have um, checked those people that were on that game or just muted the mic. I don't understand why you that they didn't have to hear that conversation. Mute the mic. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So you shouldn't have. They, they shouldn't have. And, and if they were talking, not 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 now. What you're not gonna do is talk about my girl that's here. Blah blah blah. So yeah, I'm not gonna let nobody random person talk disrespect you like that. So that's definitely. I think not I'm trying to deflect. Ain't that cute? I'm deflecting. <laughs> like I'm not deflect, deflecting. Okay. I'm telling. I'm deflect. telling the truth. Them niggas was talking shit about my girl. <laughs> no, I just kindly and sternly say niggas are terrible people. No, right now. Terrible people. I'm I telling the truth. Just give him a little time, but um, I like that. But yeah, I think he could have just handled that a little, a little more. Um, he could handle that a little bit more, like a man, and and just said, "Hey, just give me a couple <coughs> more minutes. Run a, run a little over. You know, it's overtime. You got, you know, it's the championship. Just give me a couple more minutes. I promise I'll get to you, and I, you have my full undivided attention. Boom. Women like the women like when men take charge. Take charge. Tell her what's going to happen. And she's going to accept it and keep it moving. And if you want to leave, that's fine. That's on her. And she did. So, but well, no, she did. So she I'm stay going, here. I'm going through this again. Mm-hmm. She stayed, but then she said um, something about she got up and went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know it. about when she said, um, he said that she don't never got nothing to say when this typically happens. How do you feel about that? Mm. Do you, you feel like women do that? Yes, but you don't say that out loud. You don't say that out loud. You don't say that out loud. You just did, though. That is something that we, we as men talk about in our own dens, and we have a great conversation about that. But you don't say that out loud to a woman. About what? That y'all don't they have nothing about to say. What? It don't be nothing that y'all be saying. What does that mean to you? It means that y'all what, say something. What does something, that mean, though? It says y'all either say something that we already know. Y'all say something about something that, that, don't, <laughs> that, come, that people, comes from bro. left field. Y'all say something that mm. we don't like this mm, left field. That. That we just like, what is this coming from? Like, and then what's the third thing? I can't tell you. Your the third girl can just secret. have a conversation with you. Yeah, yes, please talk to me. But just give me. I'm I'm going to give you my undivided attention. Just give me a couple more minutes. I finish. Just wrap this game up, and I promise you have me for the rest of the night. Boom. That's it. Whatever you need. I'm looking dead that's at you what in I'm your eyes. You just flat out just said, "Y'all don't give a fuck what we be talking about, and women don't be talking." We about don't, shit. but we, he should have never said that. Now, I'm he, a now, woman, now, so now the cat's out the bag. That's not true. Lassie, do you feel like men don't be talking about shit sometimes? Of course, you're gonna say. Like yes. they say about women, you don't know. A lot of the time, no. yeah, a lot of the time, you're right. <laughs> of course, <laughs> y'all gonna say that. But this idiot over no. here, on this, this idiot, mm. this idiot revealed like that, that we <laughs> revealed the secrets. Like he's stupid. Now he don't have a flower I... anymore. Give his flowers away. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the whole petal oh off. Men are terrible people. Make your mind up. Um, yeah, no, he's out of order. Um, he got me fucked up and I didn't, it didn't even happen to me. That game shit, I see why bitches be like, yeah, I, I can't date niggas that play games. Cause no, <laughs> get the fuck. I don't give a fuck that you can't get off. Like if you say that the game about to end in 10, 15 minutes, get your ass off. I think that's only fair. Sure. If you plan to, I don't know what the communication was before she got to the house, but it's why we communicate things. Oh, I'm playing a game. I'm going to be playing for the next hour. Cool. I'll come after that. But I'm not going to come and watch you play the game. That's not happening. 
Um, completely disrespectful that he let random ass people talk about his girlfriend. No, you check them, and like Marjorie said, the the mic the mic could have been muted at this point. There was no point in them hearing the little conversation that you have with your girlfriend in the midst of y'all playing yeah. a game. Even if you didn't, even if you can't pause it, you're online, whatever the case may be. I don't care. There there was no reason why you couldn't mute your mic. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a lot to think about here. And um for me, I would be like, if I have nothing important to say ever, uh I'd be on my I'd have one foot out the door. <laughs> That's just me because then what 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 we doing? What we doing? I don't think it's I don't think it's too much to ask your partner to stop giving everyone else attention and give you some like, damn, she could have had a really bad day or whatever. And she's trying to express that. And you talking about something, you don't ever have nothing important to say. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll show you. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll show you. He should never. I'll she said you. in the end, she says, I wanted to talk to him after she said, wait, hold on. Uh, I'll follow up with what I wanted to talk to him about after things pan out. Uh, I, I think I know how to It's not like she's going to tell us after because she said this was the last one. I don't know. but um, Give us the update, sis. I, I, yeah, give us the update. I want to know what you had to tell them because I'm nosy. Right, that would yeah. kind of give me a little bit more help as to like what, if because right. whatever it is, oh, he really out of line. Or, <laughs> but, um, Thank you. That's what I love about women. Y'all, at least y'all hold other women accountable for, no, no, for no, no, the no, stupid no, no, no. stuff they but do. It's, it's not. It's not. But see, see. But it's not about just women. If this was a man doing it, I would say the same thing. That's the dip. That's, exactly. That's the same thing. But it wasn't. It's like, so it's a woman. If anybody says something that is like, no, 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 I'm leaving it as I said it. Um, you know what, Raquel? Um. I need to know what happened next. It's, it feels like I'm watching bro right now. Like, sorry, Raquel, but uh, on subject, off subject. I was so pissed because I was sitting here working and the way that scene ended, it was like, really? It wasn't even about what they was fighting. It was like, it just cut off. Especially when I was sitting here, it, it looked like the screen turned. And I'm like, and I rewinded it like, what? Like, we can't get no good fade. But, um, Raquel, you <sighs> see, I hate niggas. Like, <laughs> bro, you could have just stopped the game. Like, no, and it's like I'm really trying to think because I don't think I've ever really dated like a gamer gamer, a nigga that sat there with a headset and shit. Facts. So I would probably be a little irritated too. <laughs> like, go, nigga, go. I hate you said Whoa! that. I, hate you like, said I, that. I have a headset. And I don't like that. I don't, like, I don't like you. Said I haven't. That. I, don't like I don't like the way you said that though. It's true. trying to talk to you and it you know i scrolled up i'm gonna gonna get i'm gonna get everywhere here to make sure we write um i went to visit him after work one day because i had something important to tell him when i got to his house he was playing his game online with friends and i guess strangers i asked could he wrap it up and give all attention to me and he said 10 minutes i asked again and to end it because i already because i already talked to him um and told him that we needed to talk so it sounds like she already told the nigga that we need to talk yeah. when I get there. So mm-hmm. if I'm telling you that mm-hmm. you agreed to, I hell you didn't prepare to do that. Especially yeah, okay. And then too. my thing is, you say ten minutes, okay. And I, you know, whatever she said, she played it cool, and then she sat back and watched, and then ten to fifteen minutes roll by, and you still giving me two, nigga. You know what? I'm snapping that headset in half. I'm just playing. 
Um, yeah, I can see you doing that. Yeah, I don't know, Raquel. Give us a um, give us a follow up. I want to know what you had to say because I'm just nosy. And um, how did he clean this up? How would you clean this up, Mawanja, Jeff? You were him. Because she said, um, "Okay, let, let, let me do this." So she said she got up and walked out. Would you have a follow behind her? B did what he did and called her. C text her or D another option. Mm. See, I, like you need more detail. I need more. Detail. I want to know what game he was playing because if he was playing two K, I understand. But I'm asking, it. what would you have done? Because she said. Because that she makes said he was wrapping up when she walked out. So matter. ask the question: What would you have done? It, it does matter because it depends on the game. So um, if he was you if he was wrapping up, stuff that's not even a real fact. That like, is a real fact. He if playing. he was playing two K, no, I understand that brother's plight. No. At, Listen, the of, but, at the end of the day, okay, I get your point. But that had nothing to do with his acting. Exactly. Answer her question. I'm Can I finish answering the question before I get attacked down my throat? You're not even answering right. Um. So he was wrapping up. <laughs> he was wrapping up so i'm assuming if it was 2k he was they was going over his grades and all the stuff like that see what grade he got um and he probably was going back to the lobby so then at that point i would have went after her it would have been i could have just left um i could have stayed in the main menu and i could have went after her so i would have went after her and say hey look i apologize i would those rude of me let's can we sit down and talk and she sounds like raquel sounds like the woman that would Oh, okay, all right. So, and then she'll proceed to say what she was going to say, which is probably something that. <laughs> would you would you have stepped in front of her car? Like, no, <laughs> no. I want to do. Yes, that. yes, you would have. No, I would not have stepped in front of her. I would have got in the car. Um, where are we going? He said, "I would have got in the car." Phone. That sounds toxic. <laughs> no, you would have caught us on the phone walking like you walked out of Duncan. When you breathing hard, like, <laughs> yo. She uh, she she just left me. me oh, man, it's crazy, man. No, but um, I don't do that no more. I'm too old you for that. Prepare. Thirty. I don't do that no more. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Uh, I'm too old for that. So you would have okay. So Lassie, if you were walking out at that moment, what what would you? Because people I see on the internet, women talk a lot about men possibly chasing after them or doing the right thing in uh, their minds. What would you want your man to do in this situation if this happened? I'd rather go to Paris. Get her, um, get, her, the, get her together first so she can go with you. In the event that this does happen, I would like for him to at least come grab me. If he doesn't, then um, I would hope to hear from him. You get your hands off of me. I would hope to hear from him very soon. Um, obviously, I'm upset um, because I had something to say. And I, I think that's, that's the bigger part for me. I had something to say. I, I requested your time. You knew what I was coming over for. And then I get there and you treat me like a random. Um, no, not going to fly. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. What Smokey said. That's how you feel what now. Sm- Smokey said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it sounded like to me that a game was more important. And that really value, in all seriousness, that's, that shows how he values uh, her and oh. <laughs> 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 I, say, I, admit it now. <laughs> I like that. Sound like a shapeshifter to me. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that grip. That colorful grip she got. <laughs> oh my. 
See that? Like this, that. Is shape, this is a shapeshifter board right here. So you like, oh, this is what we're talking about. So I would try it, but I don't know. <laughs> 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 Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Lassie, would you do that? <laughs> have you done it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, would y'all, have y'all done that before? <laughs> That's shit. I wanted to when I seen the video a minute ago. Uh. Two steps. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So he can milk. <laughs> no, that shit funny. This thing popped on my screen. Hold on, man. I gotta delete this. <laughs> Class, gotta, Mr. Wait, Thompson, what do you got a hand over his mouth? Right. She got a hand over his mouth. Like that. Imagine him pl- imagine him plugging up the new overhead to HDMI and that shit pop up on the screen. <laughs> oh god. Oh, well, I, I already got a trouble once. One, one, one of my folders, yeah, my, one of my folders came up and it said all my shit. <laughs> and the kids are, ooh. I was like, well, I, you, I, I, you know, I, you know me. I'm like, so what did it say then? He said, I can't say that word. I'm like, I know. So shut up. <laughs> oh man, do me. Oh, Reese, have you tried that? <laughs> Um, so Raquel, I want you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I knew it was good. See, being tall over that dude, like, dang, she tall. Um, first of all, my niggas is tall. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't even think oh. about these things. I just see them on the internet and with the little thing you be sending. <laughs> 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 but, um, <laughs> did she bite his neck? Oh, she's feeling it. Ooh, vampire. You like the hand over the mouth more, Andre? Mm-hmm. You said, shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> no, nah, I don't like all Bushy that. Who said that? You cool nah, with that? No, no, no. It go right down. Luke <laughs> <That is interesting. laughs> said milk him. I'm done. That's cute. Um, Raquel, just let us yeah, know yeah, what we'll have. Follow up so I can at give a farm. third red answer. But yeah, he wrong. And niggas ain't shit. Don't be telling, don't be telling us that we ain't be having nothing to say. That's rude as hell. Rude as hell. Because y'all be yeah, having yeah, nothing he, to say. He, yeah, he's stupid. For, he's so stupid for that. He's stupid. You said, hey, is that wearing ass motherfucker? Right. You're an idiot stupid for ass. saying that. Why would you tell women what we think? How old is y'all, Raquel? Let me know. I'm, I'm so stupid. What's his name? Did he say his name? Good. Her name is, is she... Ra- Raquel. No, no, his name. <laughs> yeah. I said, I don't know. That's all I know is her name. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, that's Rocky. the nine for the week. Listeners, let us know what you guys think. Well, have you have you guys ever been in a situation where your significant other says something rude or outlandish to you? Oh yeah, I, I nipped nip that in the bud. Yeah, no disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have I, you I've been on the, disrespectful. Yeah, I'll just say, yep, yeah, I have, I have. Mm-hmm. When I was petty. Yep. Yep. It happens. What's the most disrespectful thing you said? Mm, I don't remember. I would have to think about that. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> There's that many things. No, yeah. <laughs> y'all both lying because y'all both got that stupid smirk on y'all. Face. <laughs> oh, no, no, my no, smirk is I really, no. Really, that was the rudest thing you just said. That was the rudest thing you just said. Both, y'all both got. I said a lot of more rude. Moanjay know his. He yeah, don't want to say it because I don't know yeah. mine. 
He got that stupid smirk on his face, and I know it because it's like, damn, should I say it? Let me prepare my myself. stupid That's smirk is because I know I didn't say some shit, but I can't think of <laughs> the you know actual words. I, I continue. I continued asking this question because I remember we talked about this on the yeah, episode about the most disrespectful shit you said, and that's why I looked at Lassie because I sh- I forgot what you said, but you came quick with it, and that's why it was funny to me when I asked you. He was like, "Well, I don't know. I don't even. I, I don't even know what episode it was, but I remember because we was laughing for like ten minutes straight." Yeah, I need to go back and find that. See if I top that. Damn, I forgot what episode it was. It was like, oh, I forgot what it was. Damn, but um. Anyway, yeah, I try not to be disrespectful. I think maybe more so my questions are like people may get offended by like. <sighs> what were you thinking know. here? You said my sex appeal just playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> sex appeal in the argument. So, yeah. did you think that this was smart, nigga? Just playing. Uh, she just tried to she tried to play me with her words. Um, yeah. Well, let us know, Raquel. I don't I don't want you to have to deal a lot with the uh, the bullshit, but. Give us more information. Tell us what he wanted, what you wanted to tell him about and how you guys ended up resolving it. And we'll we'll follow up with that next week. If you write us, please write us back. Thank you. <sighs> Inspiration for the week. Um, oh, I ain't got nothing this week. <laughs> I ain't got nothing this week. Um, man, it was it was a bar when Patrick said this morning. He was like, uh, the snakes come out when you're building something. I was like, whoa, that is a bar right there. Um, and meaning Okay, me- Pastor. Yeah, meaning that um a lot of times when you are creating something and you're building something, a lot of folks show they rear their ugly heads and either start hating or start to sabotage what you're building. In this case, um, it was I think it was Peter. It was Peter that was building a fire and he got bit by a snake. Um, in the process, I think it was Peter, right? I mean, uh, no, Paul. Dang, it was one of the P words. Paul was building a fire, and the snake came out and bit him on the hand, and uh, he made he, he came up with that point. I was like, that's just a, a bar right there. So, so yeah, snakes will come out when you're building things. So just be careful. Mm, okay. What um, Brian Max said, you know, Cain killed Abel, but um, yeah, I agree with that. Sometimes they they say they show their ugly heads before that, so. Um, mm-hmm. like them rats in DC. Um, uh, my inspiration this week is uh, yeah. <laughs> that was sick. Is um, letting people grow into their roles, and I guess accepting your growth into whatever role or whatever you whatever you got going on, and just kind of, you know, taking it one day at a time, but adding that consistency to it. Um, I want to start with somebody like Giannis. I've had a couple conversations just just watching the games, just seeing how his three point. Um, shots and his mid-range shot is just like so much better and I always reference yeah. that game that they lost in 2017 <clears throat> where he missed hella free throws and if he really made at least two of them bitches they probably would have went forward into yeah. the um to possibly get further along the um to the Eastern finals Conference. that year um but just see him pulling up and just shooting threes and like I've been watching all these games like and it's just great to see his consistency and I've talked to a couple of people that's not haters um <laughs> down here that uh see that and uh, recognize his consistency and his worth his work ethic ethic and also just in general just seeing where he came from years ago in his game um and which got them to the finals uh this I hate saying year but this past year um and then too um i say like let people grow into their roles because i i thought about that but he was like kind of unexpected based upon his uh draft pick or whatever but i'm looking at um Cade Cunningham 
He was the number one pick, and mm. he plays for the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. And he, um, I think he got injured at the beginning, like right at the beginning or before preseason. Um, and excuse me, uh, yeah, during preseason and summer league, actually, that's what I meant. And he didn't really play. So I think he just played his third or fourth game with the Pistons and people was like, he trash and this and that and Jalen Green's better. And of course you're going to get that banter from people because that's how it is. Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan, all the other shit. Right. But I'm just like, man, let the little nigga just grow into his role. Um, and I know they say he had ankle problems. and you, But I think people don't think about the intricate stuff that comes with it. Like, okay, he's only playing 12 minutes a game. They're trying to keep him on watch or every quarter or whatever the, the circumstances was. And he might be four for 20, but he getting his shit, you know, off the ground. So, right. And it's like, nigga, it's his third game. So I just think you just need to let people grow into the role. And I guess that's just me, just to see somebody come up so high as the number one pick. I hate to see people fail or hear people say, oh, they're a bust and this and that. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so early. And it goes into right. like, even talking about the Bucks and like, oh my God, we're so disappointed. Like, nigga, they just won the championship three months, four months ago. And somebody was like, they started like this last season. So, right. uh, and half the starters, like, I think at one game, Giannis was the only regular starter playing. So exactly. And that could you could say that probably for the Lakers. I mean, I don't want to just be biased, but some people be talking about them. And oh man, they have their games where they be winning, they be losing. Russ be doing bad. Carmelo don't score 40 points, now he didn't score seven. So or, uh, that's a little bit much. 20 points. But you know, um, it's just like you just really gotta let like let everything pan out. I guess that's what it is. Um, and I guess for me, I'm learning just that in general with myself. Like sometimes you can't um, you know always expect so much you just kind of go got to give yourself the benefit of the doubt and add that consistency to it and you'll be shooting threes like um Giannis hmm. like how <laughs> you, you brought that back there threes. good job already I guess um, King wasn't so bad so it never was bad at all but um yeah man that's just my inspiration for the week let people grow into their roles and and add yourself into that too I'm learning that now I was doing a um a call about a new project that I'm doing, and it was so funny because I said something, and because I've been doing this for so long, like I, I know the answer, <laughs> but I was just saying what I plan to do, and the guy like repeated it, but it was kind of like maybe you should, and I'm looking like, I know what to say, what to say, but it made it humbled me in a sense because I was just like. Yeah, I feel you. And I don't know. I feel Did like it just... I'm just kind of growing into different. Huh? Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to cut I you off. I feel like I'm growing into different to different things. That's all. So let other people let yourself grow into the role that you're in or different roles or whatever you got going on. So inspiration for the week. Um, episode two i was gonna say three episode 236 wow how you guys feel about that one it's only 8 15 yams nice and full yeah i'm about to go skating yeah it was great uh always as always we always man just hit every topic and you talk about from (laughs) we were from farms to sex appeal (laughs) to playing the game and not listening to your woman only uh, we're the best policy. Ethiopia, policy. YBO International. Who's with me? Right, Ethiopia. Right, man. We, you know what, fam? Like we are the best podcast in the galaxy. Ain't nobody that on Jupiter stuff. colder than us. People recognize it. Hey, Jupiter. Not at all. Who said NASA tall? Fam, y'all. I'm getting no some good matches all. on Tinder. 
like really great quality to women. I'm, hey, baby. Maybe, I, maybe I do got sex um, appeal. Ugh. It's a dude. Ugh. Bye. Hmm. Oh, his pronouns is she. Ugh. Oops, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we end the show before I get in trouble? About here like Boosie. <laughs> Can we end the show before I get in trouble? Anyway. Be out here like Boosie. <laughs> you evil. Oh, terrible. sorry. Terrible. Um, well, guys, that's episode 236. As always, I am the illustrious um, it's an Ethiopian just playing. I want to go there so bad. Illustrious Reese Berry. That is R E S E B R R A. For wise, Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. And I'm Lassie. I'm the baby on Snapchat, two Y's, two E. Two E's, B-A-Y-Y-B-E-E. And on Instagram and Twitter at LaCreme Lola Mwanje. And it's the African Prince. It's your boy Mwanje. That's M-W-A-N-J-E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje Ugandan for Leopard. Liar. <laughs> I'm, get the, um, I'm taking that off and I'm getting the, the um, Jamie Foxx. No, no, no. Can you give me that for real? I, I'll, I'll find a link for you. <laughs> I want that. I, it's already on. Um, it's it's going to be on YouTube. I just tell you. Yo, you already got okay. that? Um, I can, yeah, easy money. Um, easy. Episode 236, guys. Round. Bye-bye. Oh, oh, make sure y'all leave us a rating and review. Shit. Bye-bye, y'all. In Texas, please, for real. We, I mean, we've paying $100 for this thing. Damn. <laughs> Peace. <I'm done>. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got something for that. <laughs> what he say on a... On life. <laughs> oh, this would have been the perfect clip. Oh my God. We. Yeah, I'm trying to sound like a team, nigga. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. It's a I know, I lower the shoulders. Right, All right, uh, 236. Yeah, bye. Peace. Sometimes you be up here by the ears. Bye bye. <laughs>